The following podcast gimmick has been paid for by Look at the Adjective. All this and war. Hello and welcome to Look at the Adjective. We are here to podcast. Honestly, we have to. <laughs> Only joking, it's a pleasure to uh, be here. I am the Lexicutioner, John Mack. I'm joined by a man who used to own a plantation, but that was until he ran off to join the French Foreign Legion. It is Colonel Mark Crowver. How are you doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you doing? It's been a little while, hasn't it? But we're back amongst it. It has. It's the inevitable sort of burnout, you know, general malaise from the festive period. And yeah, it's, it's a bit it of a... is notoriously shit. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a dull and dreary time, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, mate. It's It's been a weird January, you know, yeah. cremation of relatives and a <laughs> uh, couple, couple of draws on the bounce, you know, and a, yeah. and a loss. Yeah, last, last minute. It just happens, doesn't it? It was a belter in the game. It was an old school classic. Yeah. Hopefully, though, there's some morons out there who are going to uh, pep up our January and make <laughs> everything a bit more fun. It's credit of the fortnight, guys. Right? Have you got one? I'm not really. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know if it's just been I've not really seen anything. I mean, I saw there was one guy. He, he's, an, he's an absolute nobody in in terms of anything. He's not famous or anything like that. But he just he deserves a shout for just. Not even being a cretin, he's just an absolute cunt. <laughs> um, this geezer, obviously, we got really, really sad news about Jay Briscoe the other day, and obviously, everyone was, I was pretty gutted about. It. I know you were, and an awful lot of wrestling fans, wrestlers, they were really, really gutted. And you just get some absolute when things like this happen, someone dies or whatever, some, you know, you just get some of the, the biggest scumbags come out of the out of the out of the doldrums for, for stuff like this. And he's like, he's put, like, it's a tweet, but I think it was Tony Khan, or it might have been the AEW official account. It was saying something like, oh, you know, we're really sorry was, to hear about the was, passing. It was Nakamura. He just put, rest in peace. And this guy's yeah. put, Jay Briscoe was never good enough to work in a WWE. Like, fucking apropos of nothing, completely out of context. You know, whether you believe that or not, now's not the time mate (laughs) he's literally passed away like in tragic circumstances and his daughters are involved in the crash and everything as well yeah and this this fucking little weasel i don't even know what he's called on twitter you might have to you might have to find it but and then i I scrolled onto his twitter account and he'd said some worse stuff he said oh you know, thank God this guy's passed you know he's died and all this and he said it to about a few other wrestlers as well i just think it just sums up I know we're sort of quite involved in the rest, internet wrestling community, the IWC, but some absolute yeah. fucking cunts in there. It really is some proper like wrongens of the highest order. And it's like Jay Briscoe, yeah, he's probably not everyone's cup of tea. He said a couple of dodgy things in the past, but that's ten years ago. And you know, the the guy's got a body of work that's that rivals any tag team in the last ten to fifteen years or twenty years even. He's, you could tell you could tell the outpour of love from people that work with him in Ring of Honor and stuff like that. That you know. He, I don't think he really gave a shit that he was never in WWE, let's be honest. Well, that's it. I mean, the guy's called, the guy's at Noncracker Satal. That's the that's one. That's his name. But he's a, 
his, his actual name on it is HBK400. Oh, great. So, well, you know, it's not person he is. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was just so just so unnecessary. No one, like, at the end of the day, who gives a shit that he never worked in WWF? I mean, I don't think he would have done. It's just... I, think he tur- I think he turned down stuff. Like, not, not necessarily WWF, but I think he turned down stuff. I mean, we are going to probably get deeper into the Jay Briscoe chat on our bonus yeah. episode because it's a bit more pertinent to what we're, we're talking about in our bonus yeah. episode but yeah yeah it's it was it was it's, it's a heavy loss heavy yeah. loss because big i fan. mean fucking yeah i'm a big fan i know you yeah. are as well so but yeah. these these peons they just need to be fucked off and binned Simple. If, if it, you, should, you, you shouldn't be allowed to just hide like it's the it's, same it's, happens with footballers and everything doing racist abuse and stuff like that yeah. These people just hiding behind a little fake picture on Twitter and they can just say what they like and get away with it. It's just, it needs to be stopped. It really does. It does. It yeah. does. That's, that is a, it's a bigger, broader topic for Elon Musk Big to time. fucking sort out. Absolute yeah, well, I don't think he's going to do that, is he? <laughs> no, he, he brought he brought Trump and fucking Andrew Tate and all this. <laughs> yeah, so that was mine. I mean, what, I, I, I'd say it's higher than a credit of the week, to be honest. <laughs> Deplorable cunt of the week. We don't bring that out often, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it definitely deserves that. <laughs> so, what have you got? You've I, got a few for us, haven't you? I've got quite a few. A couple of them are just small ones, more disappointing than every, anything for me personally. Cretinous. A couple of couple of guys that I'm quite fond of in the ring, and they've, they've, they're liking anti-vax tweets, and that's just oh yeah, the wrong way. Old yeah. uh, Randall Randall Keith Orton, yeah, and uh, Dustin Rhodes, which is which is a shame. I mean, he's not he's he has been part of the Cretinous talk before for his his weird like man beast you know thing that yeah. he, that he's apparently <laughs> saw oh, the yeah, big foot feature of that. <laughs> but on the, the Chupacabra, whole, whatever it was called, Chupacabra, that was it. <laughs> on the whole, on the whole, he's been he's been a bit cretin free. But yeah, liking anti-vax tweets that just means you're a bell piece to me. So <laughs> fuck you. And then we've got old uh, Chrissy Jezza, the first ballot <laughs> Hall of Fame. I've decided, and I'm sure Mark will agree, he's he's, he's too much value for money to not put yeah. him in on on a <laughs> weekly basis. crime. <laughs> it's 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 not his worst it's not his worst one, but this fucking dim twat. It's just like cut a promo on Twitter to the to the Derek the manager of the Hilton in <laughs> in fucking Kansas City. Like it's like fucking hell, the disgust that he showed towards Derek. He says he's a diamond member with two point five million points. No idea what that means. I'm assuming you stay in a lot of hotels, Chris. And he says, So why did you threaten me when I checked in? to the Hilton Presidential uh, at Kansas City, and you didn't have the rooms of I paid for available. You don't put available, you put avail. You threatened and demeaned me when all I wanted was the rooms I booked. Awful service. It's like, this is what trip advice is for, Chris. Do you know what I mean? Or Yelp. <laughs> why would anyone, why Why would he threaten him? I don't understand. Where, where's the animosity from Derek coming from? <laughs> but however, yeah, but even if he did threaten him, Derek, I'm sure, is is... You know, not the uh, self-proclaimed <laughs> hard man that Chris Jericho is. <laughs> Last time Derek, he was in Derek, a hotel, having a bit of having words, he, uh, he was kicking off to MVP, wasn't he? That's it. Can you imagine Derek diving in the lift going, I don't fight jobbers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's so fucking weird, isn't it? Why is he just putting that on Twitter? Who gives a I shit? <laughs> I, don't, I don't fight Jezzers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just just a nice little 
a little bit of a Jericho to let you all know he's still out there. He's still being a bellend. I mean, to be honest, John, I've always liked Hilton Hotel. I mean, it's not five star, but it's certainly competitive. It's competitive. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon he had some chocolate mousse in the bed and he got it on the valance? <laughs> it, 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 it looks like he was creating a dirty protest against the services of the hotel. <laughs> I think I think as soon as he got upstairs, anyway, he dismantled his Corby trouser pressing <laughs> protest. He ordered a hot he ordered a sandwich of a hot egg. <laughs> And he didn't order Bangkok Lady Boys. He was trying to access driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> oh he... dear, that that'll last forever. That. <laughs> and then, and then, when he was finished, he went downstairs to talk to Derek and make peace. And he said, uh, "Oh, you're a music fan." He said, "Yeah." He says, "Who's your favorite band?" He said, "The Beatles." And Derek said, "Oh, me." Too. He said, "What's your favorite Beatles album?" He went, "The best of the Beatles." <laughs> And there's the partridge extract this week. <laughs> yeah. Apologies for anyone from the other side of the pond or uh, two fans that aren't in America or England that are in Pakistan <laughs> and New Zealand. I don't think you might get that, but you might. Who knows? <laughs> if you don't, watch a bit of partridge. It's fine. Yeah. Coogan <laughs> might be huge over in your neck of the woods. We, we couldn't tell. However, it's not our main event. Our main no. event is a guy... Who I can't believe's never been on this before, to my knowledge. Right. But he's certainly a penis. We've had to <laughs> rename awards after him. <laughs> Who is it? The immortal Hulk Hogan. Oh, God, what's he done now? He's only got to join Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Where is that on his Twitter? Well, it's not on his Twitter, but there's there's pictures of him at Carolyn's with Mister Hogan today. Who remembers him? Question mark. It brings back memories from my childhood, and then it gives all the shtick of uh, Hulk Hogan's one of the most recognised names in professional wrestling. And some guy called Aaron Smith Levine says, "Uh oh, first the Hulkster starts dating a Scientologist. So this is what's happened. He started dating a Scientologist. Right. I bet." I'll bet you money she looks like his daughter. Probably. <laughs> uh, now the Hulkster is doing photo ops with other Scientologists at Scientology businesses in Scientology-controlled properties. Not a great sign. Ecology. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> to be fair, it's... it's it, it, it's it's not out of the realms of possibility with, with the old Hulkster, is he? He's, he's into all sorts of that guy, so it wouldn't surprise me if he was a Scientologist. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, you, you you know what they do? They make you sit there with these, on like, it's like a primitive lie detector machine, isn't it? He's is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's full of lies. <laughs> oh, dear. It's, yeah, it's a surprise that the old Hulkster's never popped up. But then again, you don't really hear much from him these days, do you? It's never really about doing that. So he was on uh, Raw last night, was it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think he opened up the the show with the old the old usual shtick. Was it with Travolta <laughs> and Tom Cruise? <laughs> That's the new. It's the new faction, the Scientologists, <laughs> the Xenu Warriors. <laughs> Is that, the, that was is that weird. the main one? Well, we made set. We I made a Scientology gag the other week, and eerily, the audio dropped out as soon as I was about to say the word Scientologist. 
So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're watching me. Maybe. Yeah, they've got I've you on seen, the radar. I've seen Going Clear. I've seen the Louis Ferru documentary. Ooh, <laughs> bad, bad juju, mate. <laughs> maybe so. So, who are we going for, then? I don't know if, we, if we're giving it a separate award. The guy on Twitter, is he getting a, the, the deplorable cunt? Yeah. And yeah. it's bad that we have to give cretins like him the fucking exposure, but what an absolute cunt he is. Yeah. <laughs> Just plain and simple. I think... <laughs> I'm trying to think, really. I think, I think probably Jericho, <laughs> just because it's just so him, isn't it? <laughs> He's just like, he lives on Twitter now, doesn't he? He literally <laughs> he lives does. on Twitter. That's where he makes his money. And it's like, who gives a shiny shit about your experience at Hilton Hotel, mate? Oh, no. <laughs> just complain if you're that bothered. <laughs> New Year, same old dickhead at yeah. the end of the day. He's never going I anywhere, is he? I forgot to mention something that might become like a bit of a staple on this show in the, in the coming months. But uh, old Vinci Russo decided to show off his artwork on Twitter the other day. A picture of a 60s-era Batman and Robin, Adam West and Burt Ward. That looked like a four-year-old had drawn it. And you could, you could tell he was proper proud of it. Honestly, I, would, I wouldn't even give that to my worst enemy as a Christmas present. It was It was horrific. It was like he was like trying to like pass it off as like abstract art, wasn't he? And stuff like that, but it yeah. genuinely just looked like a piece of shit. It looked like something from like a twelve-year-old's class. Pablo Picasso. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I think, like you said, there's going to be uh, potentially someone in the works there with old Vince and and his good mate Glenn. So uh, just uh, yeah, keep your eyes peeled they- for that in the future. These two fuckers are too too golden not to. But <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I will do you the honour of whacking it up on Twitter for you on our <laughs> on our Twitter page because it's it's too shit not to fucking see. It's horrendous. <laughs> so when we release this on the thirtieth of January, I will stick it on Twitter as a nice little aside for you all to laugh at. <laughs> so Chris Jericho. You haven't changed, son. You're still going strong. <laughs> you are cretin of the fortnight. <laughs> you could be. You could be. You could get a double uh, double induction this this uh, next year. <laughs> Honestly, we might have to put him in as part of his fa- of one of his factions. We just, need, <laughs> we just need Paul White to do something stupid. Yeah, like, Show. Oh, yeah. Jerry Show can go in. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> but it's with a heavy heart. That I announce this is going to be the last Woo Watch for a while because we've decided that old Ricky Flair is getting a bit too depressing to to, to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's getting a bit much for me. I I, I don't know if I, I, I know Mark's, you know, he can't handle it, and I don't think I can handle it, and it's it's too much, you know, alcoholism and <laughs> rapiness and and all this kind of shit, and just. A sad old man that after a while yeah. I kind of I kind of feel sorry for because he's got to be the least self-aware person <laughs> on the planet. I don't know if I feel sorry for him. I just feel uh, like disgusted by him <laughs> in a way. Yeah, I think he's lost all comedy value <laughs> these days. <laughs> yeah, yes, but we've got one last one, just a nice little send-off, haven't we? We have. On that note, it's this fortnight's we watch. Woo! So. He's there. 
Viva Las Vegas in a nightclub, which has got one of them neon blue lights that they stick in public toilets so smackheads can't find a vein. <laughs> and he's out with, you've guessed it, his number one best bud, face tattooed convicted rapist Mike Tyson. But he's, he's not just with Mike Tyson. Oh, Chad Bronstein's not there, though. He's out with Charlie fucking Sheen, a man, <laughs> a man who kept the sex work industry in business for years and ultimately paid the price with AIDS. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, I know he had, I know he'd found out he had AIDS and he did all that mad shit and, and lost his mind. But he, you know, he did, he did, he did abuse several porn stars, and that's that's not cool. <laughs> well, that's just, I mean, you that's should not abuse women, especially not porn stars, for having big breasts or otherwise. <laughs> should be rewarded. Should, should be equal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, to be fair, it's just it's just it's just, just the form for, for Flair now. It's just this is common. He hangs around with some of the most dodgy characters he could ever find. Honestly. <laughs> it's really like the other week when he's when 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 he was give, giving shit to Jim Ross about uh, <laughs> about his behaviour on that plane and he's like, Well Jerry Lawler te- don't don't say Jerry Lawler text you. <laughs> That's just adding adding like fuel to the fire for fuck's sake. <laughs> and it's like you're out with Mike Tyson. Who shall we get out? Oh, Charlie Sheen. Let's have a look at the sex offenders black book. <laughs> if we got this week. <laughs> and the next week we'll be out with Rolf Harris and Joey Ryan, probably. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so I think I think it's definitely safe to uh, say that'll be the last one and t- until he starts being a bit more comedic, I think. Yeah, it's it's got a bit more it's got a bit tragic, hasn't it? And and we don't do tragic here. No. I mean we, well, we might do it. We might do sometimes, but <laughs> that's, that's just, just our, our own personal, yeah. That's just our Patrick, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um and um, he's sort of well, he's not really prominent on on the pay per view, is he? Actually, um, but it's um, it's what we've all been waiting for. It's been a long build, but here it is: it's WCW World War Three, Norfolk, Virginia, or as they say, Norfolk. I'm gonna lift you over my head. Jeff Jarrett versus the Giant. Patrick versus Chris Jarrett in a one arm tied behind my back match. All in now. The Nasty Boys. And the Faces of Fear. Go at it. In a triangle match. For the WCW Tag Team title. WCW presents World War III.
60 man with a shot down the road at Hulk Hogan's World Heavyweight Championship. Well, 60 men, three rings. Careers could be made, careers could be ended. But I'm more concerned to see what Rowdy Roddy Piper is going to do when he looks right into the eye of Hulk Hogan. Well, we have a feeling we know what Rowdy Roddy Piper is going to do, Dream, because he says he will be here tonight to finally sign the match. Why has Eric Bischoff continually attempted to stall this contract from being signed? That's my question. And my other question to you is, will Hulk Hogan finally sign this tonight, or will he back out of it? Well, Piper picked this opportunity to pick a fight. Now he's going to bring his contract himself into flesh right out here at WCW where the big boys play. And Hulk Hogan, the question is, will you step up to the plate and accept this challenge from Roddy Piper? Because anywhere there's a fight, we're going to have a lot of fighting going on here tonight. I guarantee that much. There's going to be people thrown out of the ring. Right, so we get we get like a pretty standard intro, Mark. Yeah, it's very, very cheesy, isn't it, almost? Yeah. And luckily, it's not got Todd Pettinzu's voiceover, which is always a nice, nice bonus, isn't it? But yeah, it, a few it, little sort of dissolve cuts. That's very old school, that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Proper nineties, isn't it? It puts over all the matches apart from Ray and uh, Ultimate Dragon, which yeah. is weird. The three rings the are fucking one. ridiculous. Yeah, when it opens up, you're like, "What the fuck is that?" It it's just, just they're all in like your crowd. Diagonal like formation, aren't they? One there, one in the middle. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> the audio is drowned out by the pyro and the music. They've not got the levels right. No, you got Dusty, Tony, and Bobby. Dusty did not get the memo. Did no get the memo <laughs> in red leather, did he? I always, I just love it. I love those outfits he sticks on. Like, what is he wearing? Yeah. <laughs> that's his. Uh, that's his Wolfpackers hillbilly rock hillbilly roll. <laughs> he he looks he looks glorious though, does Dusty? He looks absolutely glorious. <laughs> he does. All the talks about Piper and Hogan. He says he wants. Heenan yeah. says he wants to see what Piper will do. Will Hogan back out? Well, we'll find out later tonight. But first, we get Ultimo Dragon. With Sonny Ono, obviously. Uh, <laughs> versus Rey Mysterio for the J-Crown. Yeah. Now, the J-Crown. Did we discuss this last time? Yes. Uh, you mentioned about the light heavyweight WWF belt being there. <laughs> so so I did a bit of digging, and I found out what all the belts are and where they've come from. Right. So in the J-Crown, it was eight junior heavyweight belts, and they were unified in 1996 in a tournament yeah. won by the great Sasuke, who then Ultimo Dragon beat for it. So it's right. the British Commonwealth Junior Heavyweight Championship from Michinoku Pro Wrestling, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship from New Japan, the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship from the NWA, the NWA World Welterweight Championship from... NWA. Oh, it's all right. It's, I was going to I was going to give the full thing. It was Cons- Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, or CMLL. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the UWA World Junior Light Heavyweight Championship from the UWA. We've got the War, what wrestling romance, Junior International Junior Heavyweight Championship. We've got the WWA World Junior Light Heavyweight Championship from the WWA, and the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship, which is mental. Yeah, it is crazy that. And was it just because Vince just couldn't give couldn't give a shiny shit about it? <laughs> He probably forgot where it was. He forgot. He probably <laughs> forgot it existed. Like it was. It was when they used to do uh, stuff with in Japan. Like they used to do like you know co-promoted shows and stuff. 
yeah. I think it's just ended up there, and he's just like, oh well. Oh, well, gives a shit. <laughs> none, of my, none, none of my 80s steroid monkeys can go for a junior heavyweight belt. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I think we've seen this. Have we seen this match before? Was that at Hogwild? Uh, it was Hogwild, wasn't it? And it was, yeah. it was that horrid crowd. So we, I was almost, there was a little bit of sort of, like, all right, okay, let's see what they've got with a sort of hot, decent crowd behind them. I think we've touched, we, we had a couple of chats about this match behind the scenes, as you should say. And um, yeah. I, I got the impression that you, you weren't a massive fan of it. Is that right? I'm conflicted, but conflicted. we will get into that. Oh, yeah, I mean, we'll go through it and I'll I'll tell you my conflictions. Because okay. it is, I, 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 can't, I liked it, but I didn't yeah. like it. And I yeah. can't, it's hard, to, it's hard to explain, right? So Ray looks fucking great in that blue and red gear. Really does. Yeah. Amazing. Quality, isn't it? But they go to the furthest ring from the fucking entrance. That's exactly what I said. What was that all about? What was the point in that? I have, it's like, we, we, just so they all feel loved, we'll do every single ring tonight. Just, just <laughs> fucking weird. I thought Ultimo Dragon looked really good too, but he should have a fucking forklift with his belt, shouldn't he? It's like it's <laughs> too many. It's stupid, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> or just scrap him and you'll make a fortune. Yeah. Why don't they just make one belt to say, like, this this guy won this instead of fucking carrying around that many? <laughs> oh, he proper shits on fucking Omega's belt collector gimmick, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> so what did you think to this? Like, I thought there was, there was spells in the match where it was all right and there was some really nice stuff. But if if I was watching an episode of Dynamite now in 2023 or last year, whatever, this match wouldn't look out of place in the middle of the card somewhere. You are right there, because yeah. it was at times it was spotty as out. It was <laughs> there was false false finishes galore in 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 things where you think that should be the fucking finish, and then I, just, I, I did I, like I said I did I, I liked bits of it, but it felt it, I felt like it dragged towards the end, and it shouldn't do when you've got two fast firing guys like this. I don't feel like it should drag. I feel like no, I totally, bit, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. I feel like it. They could have shaved five minutes off it. You probably would have had a good match in it, but it just seemed yeah. to go on a little bit too long for me. But that's not to say there was some good elements in the match at all. I mean, when you got Rey Mysterio, and, and I mean, I've not seen as much of this Ultimate Dragon, but whenever we have seen little bits of him, he's he's been all right. So there was little spells in it, the match where you know there's some really nice offense and stuff. There's a couple of things where there was just like there was a massive like jumping tombstone pile driver at one point, and I'm thinking. Ray Mysterio taking that, it was literally what nine and a half stone wet through. With a brick that in would, his pocket, yeah. That would fucking kill him, and that's a two count. <laughs> so it's just like I was just watching. I was just thinking that's like that's like a young bucks match. It was like, it yeah. was just like, do you yeah. know what I mean? There was just too much of that for me in it. Unfortunately, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming you you felt similar in some spots. Yeah. So so it starts off dragon throws kicks and Ray backs up. It's a headlock takeover and scissors. Apparently, it's the third match between them. We've only seen one of them, though. He works Ray's arm. He ties him up. I prefer Ray Mysterio with a more technical wrestler. Not saying that yeah. Ultimo Dragon isn't, but he's a flyer that's also technical, not a technical wrestler that can also fly, if you yeah. know what I mean. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, like a Daniel Bryan. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Malenko's perfect with Ray. Yeah, that works. It is an interesting story with him both grounding each other, not just everyone grounding Ray like it usually is. Yeah. 
I sort of I like that about it. There were some lovely reversals. Then there's a flip, a kick up, a kip up. Uh, they have a drop kick stalemate spot. It's, it's not my thing that, but usually sort of works here with you know with Dragon showing what he can do and he can sort of match Ray in that sort of stakes. There, there was um, at one point though. Sorry to interject. There was a there was a like a, a ricochet Osprey esque little spell where they literally did nothing to each other for about two minutes, and then yeah. I hate them types of things. It's just not my cup of tea, and they're, they're not really doing anything to each other, and like they're expecting you to be like proper buzzing about it. But the crowd so, did approve. The crowd liked it. The, the, yeah, they were getting up for it, which is yeah. weird. Dragon fires off some nasty kicks, and uh, Dusty comes out with his classic kicked him in the belly, Willie. <laughs> I've missed I've that. that in a long time. <laughs> no, he sends Ray to the a- apron, and Springboard drop kicks him to the mat. Sonny gets his shot in old Sonny Ono. He tries to suplex Ray in, who counters and then gets countered himself into a German with a bridge for two. Always like a German with a bridge. Always. Uh, A huge press slam face plant, because obviously Ultimo Dragon's still the bigger guy. I mean, well, 99% of people are bigger than Ray, obviously. Yeah. So Dragon's dominating the smaller Ray, as it should be, but his kicks are fucking ruthless. Yeah, I did not. Savage. I did not see many a, many a leg slap like I did when we were watching All In. Fuck me. <laughs> or much distance between the end. <laughs> oh god. Well, we will talk about that <laughs> once <laughs> once we get rid of this. Tilt a whirl. He does a tilt a whirl and he racks him, spins him, and drops him for like a really innovative backbreaker on his own yeah. back. It was, I, I quite like that. It's like that rack attack a bit like Nikki Bella yeah. does, but infinitely better. better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But much better. No cover, though. Yeah. There was a bit of that, though. It? it was sort of, it was just, it was just move after move after move. There wasn't much time to sort of let anything simmer or, you know, let it settle or anything like that. No. It was very modern. But Ray does sell well. At least he fucking sells. Yeah. This time. <laughs> Over the knee backbreaker and a half crab working the lower back. Nice. The crowd try and pump Ray up. Brutal fucking powerbomb. He keeps hold and stun guns him. It looked mint, to be fair. It really did yeah. look nice. Only a two. Spinebuster in a big swing, a la Claudio Castagnoli. Yeah, I was going to say, that was sort of before it was a thing. Ultimo Dragon sells it too. Sells the dizziness. Makes fucking sense. Yeah. Fisherman Buster, which is filthy. Only two. That is a finish by any stretch of the imagination. What a fucking finish that could have been. Yeah. Then he does a proper brain buster too. Same again. Could have been the should have been the finish. There's a reversal and Ray gets a small package hope spot for two. So the dragon's pissed off. He boots him. He knee bars him, and he does a jumping tombstone for two, like you alluded to earlier. Fuck's sake! How is that not the finish? I've no idea. They've done three three finishes there in yeah. quick succession. There's a lovely drop kick and Ray's into the railings and another tombstone on the fucking floor. <laughs> Ray should be dead. <laughs> yeah. If you're going off any logic. <laughs> old old dragon Pescado's out Pescado and Ray eats it. Pescado. <laughs> it was just getting daft then. It just started getting yeah. daft. And it's like he's all the all Ray Mysterio had done was a small package. Hope spot. Yeah. That's all he, he did. Done. Not, he the did next thing. to nothing. He did next to nothing. He did for... No, and it works when he gets his little hope spots in sporadic Do you know there. what I mean? It yeah. was fuck all. Top rope, Tope, Hurricane <laughs> Rana for two. It's like, Jesus, it's all two, two, two. The yeah. running powerbomb for two. Ray comes back, finally, with a wheel kick. He goes up, springboard moonsault, two. 
missile drop kicks ends up more dragging out and Ray hits a, a springboard sent on and the crowd is fucking rocking to be fair it really is yeah. I mean the crowd were bouncing for it they yeah. both saw on the floor the back in and Ray hits a springboard sunset flip for two dragon cradles for guess it two, two. <laughs> Ray cartwheels on his shoulders and hurricane runners for two dragon <laughs> suplex for two by the dragon <laughs> Ray escapes a power bomb for a roll up for the millionth two. <laughs> Ray springboards and gets caught in a slingshot sit out power bomb. Finally, we get a three count. It's fucking mental. Like I said to you before, I'm conflicted on this because it made sense, yet it made no fucking sense. <laughs> the it early parts like, made sense. And there was a story came... in there that yeah. made sense, but the whole fucking like Ray's the Terminator. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Terminator. I've got your kids, Ray. I've got your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Ray's a fantastic man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it just went on and on and on the last sort of five minutes. It just felt like I was just what I just felt like I was there was nothing to it. It was just like move after move after move. There was no like. Yeah. It, it was a shame because it started all right, and then it just it just went to shit for me. It, just for me, anyway. I mean, I, I I don't really like matches like that where it's just like bang, bang, no. bang, bang, bang. Just needed the moves need were a bit. too big. Yeah, they were too big to have false finishes for. Do you know what I mean? If they were building, having like smaller moves, you get bigger, you get bigger, you get closer, and then you and then you have your big like whether it was like that big power bomb or whatever, or the big big. Uh, Teamstone, then it would have, it would have made more sense, but it was just it, it was almost like they went bigger, 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 and it was just too much, yeah. too quick. Unfortunately, um, Ray sold well, and he fought back like like an underdog, but he got one hope spot, one comeback. He flew faster than fucking anything that I've ever seen, even after two tombstones, one on concrete. Yeah, that's that was the problem. It was a bit there wasn't enough selling, wasn't it? yeah, it was just didn't settle down enough in between moves and stuff like that. that was the only thing. Crowd were but, well into it though. The crowd it got the crowd going, so yeah. I mean they did their job at least. It, um it had it had psychology, but it was like a weird psychology where it was all completely nullified by the fucking level of moves that they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there was there was there was a there was yeah, like there was there was like a structure to it, but it it lost its way a little bit, didn't it? So it wasn't the best. It wasn't it wasn't the best Mysterio match, that's for certain, but um, you know, it it's it, as I say, it did its job, it got the crowd going. And then we get a little backstage interview. Gene's got a DDP with him. Here for World War Three, Diamond Dallas Page. The last time I can recall, the last time I can recall uh, a rush like this, the kind of recruiting the NWO is doing with you, was perhaps some of those great football teams out of the University of Nebraska. They are coming after you hard and fast. What's the latest? First of all, Everybody wants to hold, get a hold of the best. The diamond cutter is the hottest finish on the planet. But I'm not here to talk about that or any... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Now, <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, in all due respect, I don't think you can skirt this issue too much longer. It's a public thing. We've talked about it on Nitro. I've seen the replay last night on WCW Saturday Night. I think you've got to address it. You owe it to the people. You owe it to me. You talking about Bischoff? You got it. He's your next-door neighbor. Let's put it like this. Diamond Dallas Page doesn't care what's happening in the world of Eric Bischoff right now. You see, DDP's in a world of his own. It doesn't affect me what 
is affecting Eric Bischoff right now. What does affect me is a 60-man battle royal. World War III, whoever wins it gets a shot at the heavyweight world title. You know, Gino, it's not that long ago that Diamond Dallas Page shocked the world by winning Battle Bowl. Good God! <laughs> That's right, Slamboree. Nobody thought I could do it but me. And tonight, all 60 men, when it's all said and done, there can be only one. Bang! Thank you, Diamond Dallas Page, one of 60 tonight in that big three-ring 60-man battle royal. Did he answer my question? I don't think so. Let's get you back inside the arena. Yeah, he starts shilling his fucking website and all that shit, doesn't he, first? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like the, the, the hotline and the website. The hotline and, and shit, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. He's like, he's a, sh- he's a shameless plugger, Gene Oakland. He really is. Oh, yeah, he's got to get his shit in. He's Brian Cage. <laughs> the Brian Cage of announcing, yeah. <laughs> so... DDP, so Gene wants, you know, he wants to cut to the chase. He's like, you know, what, what's going on with the NWO? Are they, are they they're gonna, they're gonna be successful in this pursuit of you and all this? And and he, DDP's like, he's quite, he's a little bit vague of it. He's like, oh, you know, doesn't matter. Everyone wants a piece of DDP, and so I've got the hottest <laughs> finish in the game and all this. And and he's like, Gene's like, we can't skirt this issue any further. DDP, come on, you know, talk, talk to us about. It. He's like, really investigative journalism. I need to get to the bottom of this. He's got his braces on. Got a scoop for your boss. <laughs> um, and he's like, but DDP, sort of, he just he almost shrugs it off as well. He's like, you know, I don't really care what's going on with Bischoff. I don't care what's going on with the NWO. I just focus on tonight and the battle royal. And he, he ends it with a bang. <laughs> He also he also mentioned the battle bowl, which oh, yeah. made me shudder at the memory <laughs> of having to watch that. <laughs> that fucking hell! Oh yeah, because he's the winner of that, wasn't he? So he's like, yeah. oh, he's using that as a sort of, you know, I, I, I've got experience in battle royales and stuff. Don't think you got an experience of this one big. This uh, one, this big. Sorry, DDP. <laughs> that was the furthest fucking thing from a battle royal, wasn't it? Jesus! No, there was pinfall and everything. <laughs> it was unbelievably turd. <laughs> and then we get uh, after that though we get possibly one of the funniest entrances in the history of pro wrestling <laughs> yeah I, you know what I was actually this is one of the matches I was actually quite hyped up to watch <laughs> yeah weirdly enough I was as well <laughs> so um, Patrick comes out he looks absolutely ridiculous <laughs> he's brilliant <laughs> he's got you know all black sunglasses on Neck braces on, as usual. <laughs> it's like I thought at first it was like a shimmery ref shirt, and it was like, oh, no. but it was just a normal one with like this, like McMahon style, wasn't it? With like the sleeves cut off, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's got like a boxing robe on. He's proper like walking in, dead serious, with his like like Terminator style music on in the background. <laughs> music was, was great. Yeah, it was. It was like epic, like, wasn't it? Alex, Alex Wright shit. <laughs> he just looked. He just that was one of the for me anyway. That was one of the funniest pops of the night. Just watching him come out, he just looked. How fucking o- how over is he as a heel though? Oh yeah, he's fucking. He's one of the most over heels they've got. Crowd's absolutely the most because. over. <laughs> um, because he's not cool like the NWO yeah. was supposed to be. He's sleazy. He's great. He? Yeah, he's a proper heel. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Jericho's out with old Teddy. Come out, baby! Big pop. Nice pop, yeah. Gets a good pop now, every week, to be fair. He does ears over. They're in the second ring now. 
Yeah. Bit of love to the second ring. <laughs> Bob, Bobby, Bobby's all doing his, his heel bit where he said there's no definitive proof that Patrick is NWO. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone and their dog knows it now, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> I, I think that Patrick's a great heel. He proper milks it. He's fucking... Yeah. I thought it was superb. He's, he's having words with Teddy and he in the ring as well. It's always fun to watch them yeah. two just go at it. He says something like, where's your, where's your towel, Teddy? You'll, you'll need it or something to chuck Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> really good. Brilliant. <laughs> and he's like, um, he says it into the camera, doesn't he? He's like, oh, you're gonna, you need that. You've, you've, had, you've, you've tossed the towel in before a few times and all that. And it was great. Um, so... It's the uh, Jericho. The stipulation is Jericho's got his his one of his arms tied behind his back, isn't he? It's an interesting match, but it sort of it makes sense because it's the only way. Jericho said it a couple of weeks ago on a promo. He said that was the only way they would ever get Nick Patrick in a ring with him. So yep, it does line. work. <laughs> what did you think of this one then? It's not really. A, it wasn't much of a match, it, was it? Really? I I, I I thought it was fucking great. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs> um, I thought so- it was really fun. Jezza sweeps his leg for like fucking monster pops. And I mean, eruption pops. Patrick yeah. bumps like Sean fucking Michaels. <laughs> he does. He oversells so much. He's so good yeah. at that. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hip toss and Patrick retreats and finally sells his neck. Remembers that. <laughs> there's huge Patrick sucks chance. There's hammerlocks and reversals. There's kicks in the corner. Hip toss and Patrick bails again. He get in, he gets into a shoving match to a big pop. Heenan rightly says that's a, a DQ. <laughs> he slaps Jezza and gets dropped. Big clothesline. Patrick bails again and they post each other before Patrick ducks and Jezza's clothesline hits the post, injuring his uh, good arm, which was a yeah. nice bit of psychology. Yeah. So Nicky P works over the arm, gets a snap snapmare and punches in. Patrick eats a, uh, a boot from the Irish whip. There's a 10-buckle smashes by Jezza, backdrop by Jezza, bails out and lures Jezza back in, goes up top, which made me laugh fucking hilariously, <laughs> gets chucked off one arm, gets a super kick for three. It was daft as fuck, Yeah, it made it was. sense. It was a comedy match, but it, it worked. It was funny. And it didn't. they didn't go on too long. If it went on too no. long, it would have been silly, but... It was just enough. It was really funny. I was laughing pretty much all the way through it. Really, it was just—he he does get good reactions. He knows how to work in a in a, a match in a way, um, and he—he he sort of—it really worked for me. And he, he, you can still get legs out of this. I think. I, I still yeah, think you could, you could you could you could go back. Well, maybe not have this match again or anything like that. But there's still much, still a lot more to go with this. I think it, it did everything it needed to do. It was, yeah. it was, it was a bit cartoony, but you know, it was it's, it's pro wrestling. Yeah, it wasn't like um, Sami Zayn with Knoxville for thirty minutes on WrestleMania. Oh, you know what God, I mean? no, it was like ten minutes, if that. It was. I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I did as well. But again, we get a uh, Gene with the man we discussed a little bit earlier on, Mister Ric Flair, and he he comes out in his suit and sling. <laughs> no shit jumper this time. No, no, he's, he's, he's left the jumper at home. Sooner or later, you would get to me. There's a gentleman that's on the shelf, will not be competing in the 60 man three ring battle royal here tonight at World War III. However, he has sold this joint out on many of an occasion. Please welcome my guest, 13 time WCW heavyweight champion of the world, 
Yes, indeed, the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. with your presence. You and I go back a long, long time. I remember when you broke in at the training camp of the great Vern Gagne, and I have followed your careers for 20-some odd years. It has been a great career, and right now there's a lot of questions that are being asked of WCW, and there are a lot of questions being asked of you, Rick Flair. Mean Gene! are in Norfolk, Virginia, and we are live! The theme of the event tonight is World War III, but in reality, it's WCW Tour. Woo! Now, being caught up in the emotion of the moment, let me make it very clear that Hollywood Hulk Hogan and NWO are entitled to walk their own way in life. But when it comes down to wrestlers like Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, The Stinger, Luger, the Steiners, Benoit, McMichael, the list is endless. We represent W by God, CW. Thank you. It's about time somebody stepped up to the plate. And even though the Nature Boy is temporarily incapacitated, I promise you the wrestling public that before it's all said and done, the Nature Boy, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. WCW! Thank you! The first one's on me tonight, the nature boy, Ric Flair, one of a kind. Oh my goodness! Tony, Bobby, let's, let's get back to you guys. Gene's like questioning if this is, you know, is this the end of your career? And I'm just thinking, I wish it fucking was. Because <laughs> there was there was a lot of just, just shocking stuff that came after it. No, he's yeah, like, um, you know, is this injury going to be too much for you? Are you going to be able to fight back from it? You know, and he does like he Flair does like a similar like promo, a similar content to what Jarrett's been saying for like a month. 
but Flair, Flair delivers it with so much more vigor and so much more quality and Ganache, passion. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it just blew Jarrett out of the water. And I thought the first Jarrett one was all right, but this was yeah. well better. So much more charisma and passion to it. It was it was really good. He's obviously on about factions and groups and you know, you know, yeah. you know, we need to come as a unit, we need to we need to fight and but it was just the way he delivered it was so much better. And not even anywhere near his best promo though. That's the this just shows the level of the guy. No, no, absolutely. It was it was pretty standard stuff, but he just delivered it in, in such a strong and powerful way that it just worked really well for me. And then we get that, uh there's, well, there's just a little bit where he says like NWO can do what they want, but him and Luger Benoit Sting Stein as a W bar guard CW. Then he <laughs> fucking struts mid sentence, pisses off struts and come back and he says uh NWO will belong to WCW. It's just the animated fucking bastard. Well, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Then we get his sort of protege, his sort of wannabe Jeff Jarrett. Um, oh. He's coming up yeah, against yeah. it. <laughs> coming up against my favourite wrestler, the Giant. <laughs> um, and, and we actually, something I alluded to before that they alluded to a couple of weeks ago when they were on about Flair. Flair was coming up to like the thirty-day clause for his belt to be relinquished, and yeah. apparently that's that's passed now. So Flair's no longer the United States champion. So what was the point of putting the belt on him? What was the fucking point? He got injured though, didn't he? Yeah, but they were do- they weren't doing out with it anyway, were they? Flair. Yeah, they weren't doing out anything with that title. He never carried it or anything like that. He never brought it out with him. They put him right from what I could gather. From watching Kevin Sullivan shoot interviews, they put that on him at Bash at the Beach to give him something it, because right. it wasn't his night. If you know what I mean, it yeah. was all about thingy. But he gave him that as a, you know, look after this and we'll sort you out down the line kind of thing. He's still our guy because you know yeah. what Flair's like. He's a very emotional, you yeah, know, weird guy who's like he needs an arm around him. He needs to be told he's the best and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, it just it felt like it just felt like that injury just sort of halted something, but I I didn't feel like they were doing much with it. Well, the, the Giants got it somehow. He, he he goes around claiming he's the champion. Jarrett comes out and he's got an absolute mega pyro that doesn't fit his entrance or his music or anything no. whatsoever. His, his music is fucking dumping it. It's so shit. It's like. It's like that's the sort of music that, like, that. Sorry, that's the sort of pyro that, like, would go off when, like, Goldberg would come out or Batista, and you've got these big, powerful dudes, like, like fucking coming out just with pure intensity, and then you've got Ron Jarrett Stump. with it. <laughs> you got Jarrett with his like, he's like little Knoxville, like Tennessee, and all this is like shit music. He doesn't fit whatsoever. He just looks like a complete tit when he comes out as well. So it's just like poor presentation. Or just a shit gimmick and shit gear and just a, just a shit guy. <laughs> and Jarrett's the baby face. He jump starts the match, which is always good. Yeah. Um, Did you notice that like the NWO tune got a massive pop, and then as soon as the giant comes out, big boobs. <laughs> yeah, because they think, oh, this could be one of the cool guys. Well, not Hogan, but even though the crowd loves Hogan, and then you just see that fucking bumbling twat come out, and you just think, oh, here we go. <laughs> so it's just one of them where it's like, 
I get I get that reaction completely. Bumbling it's, it's, so, it's the sort of thing that I think when I hear that music, I think, oh fuck, who's this gonna be? And then you see him come out, you think, oh Jesus. It's um, like when it's like when the when the team's getting announced at Old Trafford and it goes number thirty nine, Scott McTominay. Oh. <laughs> so um I mean it was never gonna be a good match. I didn't think the last one was that good either. I don't really see why we had to have a rematch. Can't be bothered with this match. What do you reckon? Because I didn't get choke slammed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like you said, prancing cousin fucker Jeff Jarrett, old slap nuts, comes down, looks moronic as everything, <laughs> always. Yeah. Like you said, jump start by Jeff, but the giant seems more over than Jeff, and the giant got big boobs, so that tells you really right <laughs> now. Uh, to be fair, the crowd are buzzing as fuck tonight. They were absolutely jumping. It was a good crowd. crowd. Really good crowd. Flair country, though, isn't it? Yeah. Double J does the evade the big man stuff. Yeah. Big clothesline to a huge pop by the Giant. Misses a corner splash and uh, Jeff Jarrett gets a nice drop kick. He then gets booted and stomps, big elbow, and walks on his chest. Oof. Classic, classic big man stuff. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Tries to fight back, but then gets absolutely dominated. The crowd pop for Sting in the rafters. Yeah. The giant hits a big boot and a leg drop. The crowd are going fucking insane as Sting gets to the ring. Yeah. Misses a Vader bomb. That was a hell of a and, pop uh, when he came over the oh, rail. Oh, Taron? Not quite. It was, Not quite. it was, it was very much, it was either that or what, what it eventually became. Fair dues. I mean, he misses a Vader bomb and Jeff Garrett hits a crossbody for a two. The Giants out, Sting's in. This gimp struts like a fucking moron. The ref's checking on the Giant and Sting hits the uh, Scorpion death drop on Jeff Jarrett. Apparently, this means uh, he's NWO, apparently, and Jarrett's... Yeah. But it's literally because Jarrett's a gobshite fucking bell piece. Yeah, it's only uh, because Jarrett was mouthing off every week, so that's yeah, why. Exactly. Uh, Chokeslam for free. But it does, but it does, incre- it does create that amazing intrigue of like, what, what is his intentions? Like, who is he with? Like, it's it's so good the way they're doing the sting thing at the minute because it's so it's so small. It's in little small doses, and it's just enough for you to go, yeah, this is really good stuff. The match was but a bag again, of shit, to be honest. I didn't hate it. I mean, it 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 was what it needed to be. It didn't outstay its welcome either, really. I think it if if it didn't have the sting interruption, it would have been really really shit. But that sort of that was the only thing in it that made me think, right, okay, I see why they did this, because it, it it has that sort of confirmation that Sting's he's not he's not with anyone. He's he's sort of even though the the, the commentators were saying he was NWO, we don't yeah. know that. We don't you know, he's not he's not said anything for weeks and it's so like intriguing. But yeah, like uh, I could do without Maybe- seeing Pipe uh, not Piper, uh, Jarrett and Giant again, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean he gives him an out from the Getting chokeslam though, because yeah, yeah. He, he got he got death drop, didn't he? It protects obviously... Jarrett, yeah, it does. Yeah, it protects Jarrett. And then we get four hours of my life that I'll never see again. <laughs> There's the sound of bagpipes emanating from the speakers. It's uh, Roddy Piper. He comes yeah. to the ring with his contract for an absolutely fucking ridiculous monster pop. It was. But it's still not the one. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, so in ring two, there's a table and it's got a Roddy Piper-esque tablecloth on it. 
I thought we were going to have one of those Piper's Pit segments, but I'm guessing they couldn't do them, could they? No, I think they'd have thingy on it. I'm yeah. actually shocked that, that Hogan didn't force this on last. Yeah, I Go thought he would have done it. Well. Hogan. Yeah. The um, crowd bops, he calls out yeah. Hogan, and this shit's on. Yeah. The, the NWO tune hits, and, and Bischoff's there front and centre. He's got the NWO gimmick on now. Loves uh, it. Not, not even hiding it anymore. And like Brain and whoever else on commentary, what am I seeing here? What I can't believe this at all. It's just like proper overselling it big time, even though they yeah, saw exactly what happened last week. He's a dodgy fucking meat salesman, isn't he? He's like, yeah. he, you know, he's not trustworthy. So yeah, Bischoff comes out, he's flanked by DBOSA and old uh, Vinnie One Mill. <laughs> no Hogan at this point, though, is there? No, apparently he's busy looking at film scripts. Fucking hell. That'll take him all of three minutes. Santa with muscles too. That's it. <laughs> the collection's gone missing again. <laughs> but apparently Bischoff has power of attorney though. And Bischoff's a great heel because he's just naturally a smug cunt. He's a smarmy he? cunt. He plays it yeah. so well. He's so much better as a heel, isn't he? <laughs> I don't think he has to play. No, no. He always came across as so disingenuous as a babyface, didn't he? Like, the, oh, I'm the company man and all this, but he, yeah. he, this is him to a T. You should just stick with this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Piper pushes Virgil away and says, I taught you how to fight nuance. There's nuance <laughs> there because when he was Virgil and he turned on the million dollar man, yeah. he was aligned with Piper in WWF. So, yeah, that's nuance you can get, though. Well, if you watched WWF like four years previous, it was on on mainstream telly though, wasn't it? Hell yeah. So Piper goes off on Bischoff. DiBiase wanders behind him and Piper calls him out on it and said, I can see you, DiBiase. He threatens Piper with a fine. Dusty's like, I'll pay it. I'll pay it. (laughs) He says he wants him at Starcade, fight of the century, no DQ, etc. Calls out Hogan again. This was going on for fucking hours. Yeah, it was a bit bit long, wasn't it? <laughs> so, you get Monster Booze, Hogan, Liz, Giant Six, Outsiders, The Monty, they all come out. The full works. Doesn't get in the ring until everybody else has got in the ring first, which was which was a nice bit of uh, chicken shit heel. Yeah. He says, uh, Piper has a problem. You get Hogan sucks chance. He says, Piper's not been his equal for about 10 years. Yeah. Walkman's filming it like a fucking proto Brandon Cutler. <laughs> and it just proves again that they fucking robbed everything off fucking NWO and DX, then fuckers. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing original about them, is there? Really, isn't No, there? but they're not a parody. <laughs> Hogan forces Piper to show him his hip replacement scar. He calls Piper a cripple and a gimp. <laughs> God, this was long. <laughs> It was a bit personal, I thought. It got a little bit spicy in that in that middle bit. I didn't know if that was a bit, you know, venom behind some of that. Stuff. In it. There was yeah. some good stuff in it, but it just went on for fucking years, man. It was a long segment. Like, it really was. Actually, actually about 15 minutes. Yeah, it's too long. It's it too long, but um, like you said, there's some really good stuff on it, and Piper's, Piper's really good for that sort of, like, unhinged... <clears throat> Babyface, well, sort of babyface, anti-hero or whatever you want to call him, because he's, he's not he's not, he's not your traditional babyface by any stretch, is he? And, and 
he's got that like I'll take anyone on. Doesn't matter if there's ten of you or twenty of you. I'm having it. And I thought that bit was really good. Where he was sort of he was just trying to fight back. And I've, I'd look, go as far as saying Piper was like the precursor to Austin. Yeah, he's got similar vibes, doesn't he? Definitely. Yeah. And like, I, 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 at first I thought it was a little bit distasteful the hip thing, but then I thought, no, nah, it, it works. It's sort of it's yeah, just he'd Hogan. Be cool just, with it, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hogan trying to just berate, like just just trying to break him down because he's so mentally strong, and that's probably like his one weakness that he doesn't want anyone to know about. So it works. That's it. I thought it was that was quite good actually when I re- when I thought about it again. Well, they attack that, him, don't they? Yeah, I thought the attack was quite good as well. Obviously, focused on it and made it made it even more of a thing. Is he going to be ready? Is he going to be hundred percent for the match? Which is like five weeks away, I think they said. Yeah, something uh, like that. I mean, he, he gets a couple of shots in before they restrain him. Yeah, and then he gets a chair to his hip, but then for some reason he chops the chair, Hogan, and elbows it instead. He used the fucking chair again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's, I, I thought the last five minutes of it was really, really good stuff. Uh, but I yeah, thought yeah. The, bit, the bit at the beginning with Bischoff and Virgil uh, that, that, that could have been that, edited that, down a little bit. Yeah, I think that's where you could have shaved some time off it because I thought the Hogan and Piper stuff face to face was actually quite good. And I think Hogan's had about two or three weeks now where he's actually been quite good, which is rare considering the, the fucking hot garbage streak he was on before that. Um, yeah, but look who he's working with. I mean, yeah. Piper's not shit, is he? Yeah, I think they probably had a, you know, I don't think they're mates or anything, are they? But they had like a, a, a you know, we, we're going to make Working money respect, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Do you not think that using a pay-per-view to build a pay-per-view is kind of counterintuitive? A little bit, yeah. They could, if they've had that on TV, that they got mega ratings. And I know they, I know they were getting good ratings anyway. It does, yeah. It, in a way, yeah, because people are gonna, people are not gonna buy a pay per view based on a contract sign. Are they? They're gonna buy it because because of a match or whatever. So if they were only gonna buy it to to watch Piper and Hogan, you're not really gonna buy it for that, are you? To be fair, well, that's um, it. More eyeballs would, uh, eyeballs, <coughs> excuse me, more eyeballs would have seen it on yeah. national telly. Odd. That's it. I'm sure they'll do some. They might. They might just. They'll probably just do that thing where they just recap the whole segment again on tomorrow's Nitro or the week yeah. after or something. <laughs> if that um, was five minutes long, it'd have been fucking superb. Five minutes shorter, do you mean? Well, that, yeah, yeah. If the segment was five minutes long. All oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not, not like fifteen. But at the end yeah. of the day, Hogan uh, Piper definitely gets the best out of Hogan. He really does. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And they can. And they can still draw these two fuckers. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well, people ma- still want to see him, don't they? The match is going to be the shit, but oh, yeah. we've already got the money, brother. There's going to be gimmicks in there. There's going to be t- t- chairs and weapons and stuff, you'd think. But I've never seen it, so I don't know if it's any good or not. Probably not. I've not, I've not seen it in 25 years, maybe. So, I mean, it's probably going to be a lot of smoke and mirrors, isn't it? Yeah. There was a, there was a bit as well when he was attacking him when they sprayed the NWO on him again. They hadn't done that for a little while, yeah. so that was a nice little no, throwback. Haven't. Um, on him as well and then he's like when they all sort of walked off Piper managed to get himself to his feet and he's like "Is that if that's the best you can do that you're in serious trouble I thought it was such that a was cool, great that was great yeah was such a great little sign off to it um, so all in all apart from a little slow five minutes or five five ten minutes I thought it was a decent segment and yeah. it, it builds that match even more because I, I, I know it's not going to be any good but I'm quite excited to see it weirdly <laughs> So yeah. um, after after that though, we it sort of smooths down again. We get a 
the French Canadians with Parker, <laughs> and then against Harlem Heat, who of course are with uh, with Sherry. Ha- Harlem and Sherry just look just money together, don't they? Yeah, shame they weren't quintessential, but you know we can. Yeah, like... le- that seems to be the 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 one they wear every week now, and then they go for something a bit different on the pay per views now. <laughs> yeah. Spice um, it up. Yeah, this is a sort of a little bubbling away feud that's sort of on. Yeah, most weeks now, isn't it? And it's not bad actually. It's not too bad. I think Parker's fucking gold at the moment. I love him <laughs> in that in that gimmick, and he comes down with his Viva la Quebec and all that <laughs> shit. I just think <laughs> he's fucking superb. And I just think he don't give a shit anymore. And he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go full com- comedy on it." And it, it's I, it tickle him and Nick Patrick tickle me life. Yeah, they are good. They are very good. Like you, like we said a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, the French Canadians are not never going to be out out any you know anything special or anything like that. But they can you can stick them in with most tag teams and you get a half decent match, won't you? Hundred percent, yeah. I mean, like you said with with Harlem, I mean they come down, they get massive pyro, and yeah. Booker in the camera, absolute star goes, "Oh, gee's going to hurt somebody." Like, <laughs> That's pyro that fits. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it does. They got a big, they got a big tune as an entrance, haven't they? So yeah, that's it. What um, did you reckon to this then? I thought it was all right. Harlem, obviously, they're sort of not fully, but they are sort of baby faces now, aren't they? I In think a way. Ba- baby faces by proxy because yeah, you know, Colonel Parker's an absolute tit, <laughs> <laughs> basically. But it's like they're sort of they do still use a lot of heel shit. You know, there's a lot of yeah, yeah. You know, sneaky yeah. stuff, and I, I quite like that. They sort of haven't come away from the roots because they're they're built as like these street thugs, aren't they? I mean, I don't really yeah. like that. It's a little bit iffy, but um, I like I like the fact that they're still playing up to it. They've sort of not come away from their perceived roots, and it's like um, it's just good. There's some good stuff. Um, I think those Canadian guys. I, I don't know the names. I always forget. You know them, but. Um, Jacques Rougeau and Carl Oulet. However, Dusty it. calls him Carl, will it? <laughs> that's the sort of gold we just don't get on Nitro, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He's just like, and he, he, he won't even call him Carl for it. He's going, will it's got it? And will it's got him? I think them two are quite a good tag team. Um, they do yeah. some really interesting, like fun tag moves and, they're just a good. They're, probably, they're just a good team to have around. Nice and professional, I'd imagine. And they get them Harlan Heat over as baby faces, aren't they? So that's that's their main job. Well, sort of baby faces in a way. What do you reckon to it? Because it, it it wasn't mega long, was it? Really? No, it wasn't. It was. I think again. I think it didn't outstay its welcome. There's a lock up. Booker takes the arm and Jack reverses it with and gets a side headlock. The kip up and a nice drop kick by Jack. He talks trash to Stevie and gets absolutely back kicked. It was lovely. Double clothesline. <laughs> one arm yeah. slam by Stevie, showing his power off. Yeah. Uh, back elbow by Jacques. Can't drop the big man, so Carl's in. Power versus power. Big clothesline. Nice choke spot behind the ref. Ref's back as uh, Carl splashes. Back suplex by Stevie and a big boot for two. Harlem Heat work over Willett. <laughs> they cut the ring off. Big scissor kick. Sidekick, Jack pulls Booker out and Parker gets his sly kicks in, which is nice. Yeah, uh, leg sweep, clothesline, double team spot by uh, the French Canadians. I really like that spot where he sort of sweeps his leg and then just fucking drops in yeah. and sweeps his leg. Jack slams Carl onto Booker for two again. We always say nice they've got quite an innovative offense, haven't they? Yeah, big guillotine, 
Booker gets an athletic sunset flip, but gets turned inside out with a clothesline by Carl Willett. Boston <laughs> Crab. Top rope leg drop by the French Canadians, which was really nice. Hot tag to a minimal pop, and Stevie cleans up. Punches, backdrop, press slam. Uh, press slam Jack onto Carl. There's a ref bump, and it all it just all starts brawling. It all starts breaking down. Yeah. Spike pile driver to Booker, and out comes the tables. Pity. Pity about yeah, that. Yeah, didn't need uh, that. I thought we'd been, we'd been spared with no public enemy on the show, but obviously <laughs> not. The ring fucking ring steps are in. Comms yeah. are laughing the bollocks off as they try to explain this. What then, the hell was that tra- they were trying to do? <laughs> for, for no reason at all, we get a mega assisted cannonball fucking sent on type finisher. Thing, yeah. Mental. Absolutely <laughs> mental. And all that and he moves. The sidekick, Harlem <laughs> hangover. <laughs> it was so it's so out of place, wasn't it? If that was in yeah. a public enemy match, you'd be like, "Yeah, fair enough, that works." Yeah. But... <laughs> if that was in an AEW match, I'd be like, "All right, here we go." Mox, Moxley's found his fucking size. Um, it, I didn't hate it. The end spot was absolutely fucking ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it was that just... offensive. Apart from that, you know, they, it would have got if they'd have done any more stuff with that. That would have been really silly. But they they finished it off quite quickly after that, which was mm. good. But then, um, well, the, because the step was the step yeah. was, um, if Harlem eat one, Sherry got five minutes with Parker, right? Yeah, I didn't count five minutes, did you? No, because I think he got, <laughs> um, I think he got counted out because he just got off, didn't he? <laughs> it was quite good, actually. The crowd was well into it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was dusty, he was, at, yeah. he was apoplectic, wasn't it? Loved it. He <laughs> was loving it. <laughs> Sherry is, uh, she's in good nick, isn't she? Oh, ah, yeah. Good wrestler as well. Yeah. And she, she was wrestling in that dead tight, like, dress. And, like, well, I say wrestling, yeah. she was doing a few bits, but. Uh, Neither of them were dressed for it, were they? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, and, and she just beat the shit out of him, basically. Hit, yeah. hit like, a cross body at one point <laughs> for a two yeah, count, he, I think. He, he took a good ass kick in there, he really did. Yeah, he's great for that type of thing, isn't he? Because he doesn't hurt. He doesn't, he's not bothered, is it? It doesn't hurt him. It's not like he's anything. He's not like top of the card or anything. So it's, those little things are quite fun. There's a bit where at the end of just the, the, the free on commentary, just pissing themselves, laughing in stitches, can't fucking get over it. Dusty's like, <laughs> I need a minute. I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was really funny. It was. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, and it was like uh, after that, obviously Parker hightailed it to the back, and he's he's they're chasing him off, and that's the end of it. It was like a bit of a weird Starcade promo, very very odd. Didn't really tell you anything about the event or anything like that. <laughs> did, did you hear Tony call it the granddaddy of them all? Which was what the yeah, that's the WrestleMania thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but technically, yeah, Star Starcade outdates WrestleMania by two years, well, about eighteen months or so. Um, yeah. Because it was Starcade 83, so technically he's right. Yeah. So. But that's the WWF thing, isn't it? Let's be honest. WrestleMania was always bigger. Um, and then we cut to Gene. <laughs> and yes, he's with Luger. He's <laughs> with a wooden top, yeah. <laughs> he's necking with him. <laughs> oh, he's not. He gets splinters. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I can hardly wait for that big one. During the holiday season, Starcade, it is a tradition at World Championship Wrestling. I've got Lex Luger standing by, I'm going to talk to him in a moment, but by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back on the hotline, and man, oh man alive, if you haven't caught it on the internet at one of the websites, it is the talk of the industry. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, apparently, 
it's rumored, allegedly, that another superstar, yet another superstar, will be coming to World Championship Wrestling in the very near future. Right now on the WCW Hotline on option number one, Mark Madden, Jeff Katz, and myself will talk about it. Give us a call at 1-900-909-9900. That's 1-900-909-9900. Total package, Lex Luger, come on in. 60 men, three men, uh, three rings in a battle royal tonight. You know what it's all about. But before I get to that, Lex, what happened on Nitro recently as I was talking to you, all of a sudden, out of left field, I hate to use that expression, but out of left field, here comes a man that you know, I guess, as good as anybody, Sting, and hands you a baseball bat. What in the world do you make of it? Well, it's hard to make any of it, Gene. You know, it is most frustrating for me. I know it's frustrating for the fans, the other wrestlers here in WCW. Where's Stinger at? Where's he coming from? You know, especially as close as I am to him and have been, at least in the past. Um, I don't know what to make of this baseball bat thing. That's, that just reeks, I hope I'm not right about this, of NWO. That's been their style. The black and the white he's wearing, come in and out of the crowd, in and out of the buildings, that all smells of NWO. But I don't want to believe it. I know the fans out there don't want to believe it. But... But then again, he handed me the bat and turned his back to me. Yes. I, I waited for, for months, really, to get any word from him, and he's a man of no words. I don't know, I don't know what to make of it, G. I really Well, don't. I'm certain that uh, all of this is going to come to light in the very near future. This man is either with the NWO or he's wrestling's Marcel Marceau. Now, 60 men, three rings at a battle royal. You know the stakes. We've got to get back to it. After what's happened recently on Nitro, the way you've been putting guys left and right, 300 pounders up in that rack, you're the odds-on favorite quite candidly to win it all tonight. Well, I don't know about that if there's any favorites. This guy's a favorite. That guy's a favorite. 60-man battle of all the top wrestlers in the world here in WCW. Anything can happen. But again, when anything can happen, you're right. I do have a chance. I feel I'm on a roll. I feel very strong right now. And this is my chance to bestow a little honor, a little, take a little of that tarnish I was having at WCW, the pot of gold at the end of that rainbow is a shot for the WCW World Heavyweight title against Hollywood Hogan. I want that really bad, and I'm ready. All right, I thank you, Lex Luger. Right now, let's get you back to the arena. Tony, Bobby, and Dusty. Gentlemen, take it <laughs> Gene, again, he promotes the hotline. Uh, he said he there's a room. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said there's a big rumor on the hotline of a new superstar coming in soon. wonder who that is. I, I generally have no idea. Um, uh, it's going to be Manta, probably. <laughs> So the first question he asked to uh, to Luger is, is about the altercation with Sting on Nitro, the other baseball bat stuff. And Luger's sort of lost for words. He says he can't make anything out of it. He doesn't know what it means. Mm. And he's like, the bat and the black outfit, they reek of the NWO. That's the, no, faith, really... no faith in Sting then still. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and he's like, I need, he, he, he doesn't really know what, what's going on with it. And then... Gene turns the attentions to the Battle Royale later on tonight, and he said that Luger's the odds-on favourite. I thought he was taking money for wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I've been <But>, Sony. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was one of his 300 counts of bet. <laughs> yeah, him and Joey Barton, loving it. <laughs> Luger says that he's feeling good, and he feels like this could be his big chance. So it wasn't that bad from Luger, to be fair. No, it's not. It wasn't his best, but it, it was. It was obviously as wooden as can be. But I've I've seen worse. I've seen yeah. worse by him. Is it is it bad that I'm slightly getting behind Luger or not? Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit of like, come on, come on, Lex, <laughs> about me for some reason. Is I think it's just because he's so shit that I almost just want him to succeed. <laughs> I don't know why. No. I just got, I I just, I, I I've got it in me. <laughs> I, I 
can't I can't get behind it. <laughs> it I'll be going me. against everything I believe in. It's just me. It's just me then. I think it's the it's the wooden top gimmick that's put him over the top for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's got legs. It's got stumps. It's got four legs. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Six oh, legs, eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> after uh, after that world class promo from Luca, we get <laughs> a world class operator in the ring in Di Malenko, um, and then we get Brian May with horns. <laughs> it's the uh, the cruiserweight title. Dean's all business as usual. Uh, the commentators say it every time. I think you know Iceman and all this and all his names. The psychosis ring gate is just a bit too loud for my liking. There's just too much going on. He looks like a proper Power Rangers buddy. He does, yeah. honestly. It's it's proper it Power Rangers, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Bobby was like Bobby was mega putting Dino, but he's like, um, never mind, never mind the man of a thousand olds. I think he's the man of five thousand olds. <laughs> like he's proper putting him over. He absolutely loves him. He said some. He said something quite similar on a on a paper. Well, maybe the one before the last pay per view. He said something similar, but you could tell he enjoys watching him. And it's sort of, it's in a way, it was a classic Dean versus Cruiserweight, Dean versus sort of Luchador match where it was like Dean, as you'd expect, he's going to ground, he's going to try ground the high flyer, and you just get that sort of amazing like manipulation of limbs by Dean and the, the way the way he just works over the body parts and. I could watch it all day, honestly, and like the way he just snaps into a move, like after just working one for a few for a cup for a few moments, and then he goes into another. It's so seamless. Hundred um, percent, yeah, I agree with that. And he's just—he's really good to. He's just like you can see, you can tell that he's had, he's had such an influence on on some people that you watch, like very, right. yeah, bright. Like you watch a Danielson match now, you can see little elements of it, and maybe maybe Danielson's took it to a new level. Maybe he's he's gone above that, but like the influence yeah. is so clear and it's like i mean i'm not a massive fan of psychosis he, he's a bit he's a little bit botchy at times i mean yeah, he did one quite earlier on where he sort of lost his footing outside and he, he right. and, and you can almost see dean's face going oh fucking hell <laughs> he's sort of <laughs> working with amateurs he? <laughs> yeah he, he sort of walked past the floor. Oh god here we go but it's like it was good it was good enough it, it was nowhere near as good as his matches with with ray or, or even, even that another we had another couple of good matches with um, what was that geezer called? Super Callum. Super Super He had a good, he had a decent match with him, didn't he as well? But it, it was all right. These matches are always going to have quality because it's such a nice contrast of styles for me, anyway. Whereas when the the match we saw first in the night, there was it was almost too similar. You know, like with Ray and Dalton dragging it, they're almost a little bit too similar, so it didn't quite mesh. But this, I think, this was all right. What did you reckon? So it starts all right. It was quite cautious. Yeah. Then he gets a knee bar and then seamlessly transitions into an STF. It was fucking lovely. Yeah, some really nice reversals. Stiff. Dean ties him right up and rolls him for two. Dean tries to keep it on the mat, but O'Brien May ups the pace. And Dino bangs out an 8.2 on the steamboat. Lovely. Yeah. Beautiful. Brian responds himself with an 8. I'll give him that. Yeah. Dean works the out. I'm just going to call him Brian, by the way. <laughs> Psychosis. Dean works the arm and Brian reverses to a stalemate. Uh, the crowd are well subdued. Have they been popped out a bit, maybe? 
Possibly. Is this, that, that, I think that was one of the things that felt a bit flat with the match. I think it was almost yeah. like a it was like a drinks break match almost in a way, which yeah. is a bit disappointing. Which is a shame. Yeah. Dino heel hooks and really works the leg bar. Like he gets a leg bar locked in and he goes for it. Brian yeah. reverses it and great vines it. It was really nice. The crowd starts chanting. Not for Dino psychosis, just just randomly chanting. <laughs> I mean I'm enjoy I was enjoying the technicality of it because it's my kind of thing, but the crowd yeah. really weren't into it at all. No, not at all. Um, it was a very even match at, at this point with, like, zero high spots. Yeah. Which is hard for a psychosis match. Yeah. It was very grounded. Dean nearly sends Brian out, but he gets caught on the top rope and hits a wheel kick. Uh, there's a drop kick out to Dean and channeling Hoovy, as you alluded to before, Brian slips on the top rope and chins himself on the fucking rail. <laughs> that's where that's what I was on about. Yeah, when D- Dean just sort of looked at, you could see it in his face. He's like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> it was quite, it was, it was quite nasty. Actually, it could have, it could have been a lot worse, but it was quite funny at the same time. I just wanted the crowd start chanting, "Ah, Yahoovy, Ah, Yahoovy!" In disguise. <laughs> um, so they're back in, and Dean's on top with a head scissors. A rope-assisted leg drop, a slam, and a half crab, and cranks the knee. Look like cranks it right up and puts his knee in the back. Lovely. That was naughty. Under- that. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's, I could watch the fucker all day. Underhook yeah. power bomb into a clover leaf, but O'Brien gets the ropes. Dean tees off on him and drop kicks his knee. Then he knees it. Then he elbows it. Goes to town. Psycho- on it. Yeah, proper psychosis sells it. Outside, he puts him in the tree of woe. He ran as him out again, but he misses a baseball slide. Then O'Brien gets a sloppy as fuck backbreaker. <laughs> and he goes up and corkscrew moonsaults on Dean, which made no fucking sense. He's just but, been selling know, the leg for like yeah. two, three minutes, and then he's doing that. <laughs> he does a leg drop, which was very sloppy for two. Uh, Dino avoids a charge. He's up top, but uh, O'Brien drop kicks him and crutches. Top rope runner for two. It looked nice. I'll give him that. Dean beautifully counters a vertical suplex into a roll-up. Dusty reckons that he could have been a cruiserweight, apparently. (laughs) Tony says, only if you'd been allowed to wrestle at six months old would you have got away with being a cruiserweight. (laughs) That was a great line. (laughs) Wheel kick by psychosis. Tombstone reversal, and then Dean hits it for a two, really. Still in the finish. It should have been. Then he does a victory roll nice with exchange, a bridge. It? It, was, it was a nice tussle. Yeah. And it, it, that mm. really should have been the end point for me. It would have, it would have made sense. There's a victory roll. He gets a victory roll, bridges it for three. Uh, it was technically superior than anything else on the show, but the yeah. crowd was flat as fuck. Uh, psychosis isn't Ray. No. But he can wrestle, but he's not over like Ray is. And no. uh, he did. He did very, very minimal high spots. He just didn't seem to gel really well in terms of putting the no, match together. It, it was, was very Dean. Yeah, I know based. what you mean. It was the, the the good parts of the match were all Dean. You're right. And Psychosis didn't bring an awful lot to the table, did he? Let's be fair. Quite, couple of quite a few messy spots and that that quite nasty botch as well. So yeah, you're right. It didn't it didn't gel as well as he has done with Ray. That's obvious because they've had some classics, but nice to see Dean continue his title run at least. Well, that's it. I mean, I quite like to see really... Dean, Dean, and Eddie soon. 
I'd like to see that mm. soon. Really would. Or another Dean and Benoit match or something like that. Or I wouldn't mind seeing that in the next few months anyway. I think I think he's just gonna it's just gonna be like Dean and a lucha guy all yeah. the time. I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him against someone else though. Do you know what I mean? Just just to really showcase a nice technical match. Me too. Um, him and Benoit would be good. Yeah, it'd be great. So um then we get um the world tag titles in the, the, the triangle match. So it's the outsiders, obviously the champions versus the face of fear versus the nasty boys. Yeah. Hall and Nash come out and they look like pure money. Yeah. Nash saying. has got well better gear on this time. Love it. Yeah. Looked so much better. And they just look like pure million bucks. Those two, when they came out with the music and everything, I don't know if the nasties are definitely nasties are worthy of pyro either, to be honest, there's some odd pyro choices. The fucking um, music is horseshit. <laughs> yeah, it's wanking it. <laughs> no, Nobs, Nobs is bandaged up. Must have caught in his zip. Ba-boom. <laughs> hey. So they, they jump-start it, and, and the face of fear aren't even out yet. <laughs> no, no, it was mad. <laughs> to be fair, I thought the opening bit was really good. Proper kicked off in the aisle way. Like everyone was yeah, after yeah, it, yeah. the managers involved and all sorts. I thought it was quite good. I uh, thought even even Jimmy Hart looked decent. Yeah, he had, a, <laughs> he had a black suit jacket on with them sort of skull sort of epaulets on. Yeah, but on the back he had the Misfits skull, like the band, yeah, the Misfits. The face of thing, yeah. Well, no, the Misfits, the band. I'm a huge. Well, they have that on the trunks, don't they? As well, though. I think oh, did they? I've never yeah, even like, noticed that. Yeah, but yeah, I thought the first first couple of minutes were really good. It was just like chaos, it, it, but it was like there was a bit of. It was a little bit of, it was a bit manic at first. Like I think a triple. Uh, not sure if a, a double screen gimmick came out at one point, but it didn't last long, thankfully. And no, it's, we'll get um, more of that later. <laughs> so obviously, then they, they eventually settles down and they get to the this concept for me. And we've discussed this a few times. I hate the triangle tag match thing. I think it's stupid. It don't make any sense. But it settles down and like, and it's just like the nasties versus face of fear at first, and. NWO just sort of sat there chilling on the on the on the corner, just watching, just going, All right, lads, just beat yourself up. We'll just watch this. Clapping away. <laughs> yeah. They're great at that sort of stuff. They're so sarcastic. What? I like that bit at the beginning where sort of the nasties were working over uh, Nash and the faces working over Hall. It's like we don't like each other, but we'll hate these fuckers even more. So we'll just get yeah. rid of these. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it, it made sense because it's like form an alliance. Eliminate the champs because they don't need to be pinned in a triple threat. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I digress. No, it's. I mean, it it works. It's it's like any triple threat. Isn't it you you do always have. They have those moments in a match where you have those little alliances formed to take one out. And it it worked. It sort of worked in this format yeah. as well. I thought the I thought the outsiders were quite good in like they were playing like little mind games in the match. Like they were letting mm. like they're letting someone dominate, like letting them really control, then a quick tag in, and then as soon yeah. as the pressure built on them again, right, I'm back out. I thought that was really, like, just clever stuff. This was, to be honest, this was one of the best triangle tag matches I've ever seen, and that's not a high bar by any stretch. <laughs> but um, it wasn't the, it wasn't that bad. What did you reckon of it? Because these matches can be quite hard to follow for me. Yeah. Maybe not as hard as what we're about to watch, but... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> This it's one of them anyone can tag anyone kind yeah. of thing, and it never it never usually works, no. right? However, there's there's a lot of brawling, and like you said, the the, the outsiders leave them to it, and the applaud from the corner, which popped yeah. me. Yeah, 
Meng, Meng slaps the fuck out of knobs because he was a bit horny. <laughs> slaps his knob. You can get the so the so much legs in 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 the knobs gags. <laughs> um, and it descends. It all descends into a cluster with those four. Uh, Nash gives Meng a back slap tag, which gets a pop. Yep. And he comes in and he gets it side knees in the deal. <laughs> And then Hall's in, he tags Hall in, and he gets it. Scott Hall's got a fucking great right, he really has. Yeah, he does. Meng beats the fuck, and Nobbs is getting absolutely mullered by four of them. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hall stomps on Barb, who proceeds to fucking maul him. It all breaks down again, and uh, Dusty calls it a six way clubbering. <laughs> Where the nasties essentially get fucking battered. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like they get they get more battered than a large cod on a Friday night, they really do. <laughs> Barb breaks up Nash's sags beat down after he barely sells a fucking pile driver, which annoys me. Yeah. So Nash drops him with a clothesline, side slam, move four. Gets two. <laughs> Meng saves, hauls in, more corner stuff, rights, chops, clotheslines. Meng gets a back suplex to Hall for two. Hall tags Barb, so Meng tags Nobs in. This is yeah, he gets. I, I tried my best. Yeah, nasty, nasty's work over Barb. Low blow leg drop. The pace slows right down as Nob works. Nobs works the leg. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you've got a knob like a leg, then you know you can work <laughs> it as much as you want. <laughs> Hauls in and carries on working the leg, slapping him as he does, which is daft. You don't slap Barb, just don't do no. it. <laughs> Men gets in and it's a four way fight as the nasties just look on. It is, it, I thought it went a bit long at this point. And yeah. Brutal corner clothesline to Meng from Nash, like really, but he fucking goes in with some velocity, Nash. He misses oh, yeah. the elbow and, and knobs in, getting a bit messy. The Meng pile driver for two, obviously, as Sags does the save, so it kind of works. Chops and a splash by Meng. Hall gets atomic dropped and low blowed. I'm struggling to keep up with this at this point. Yeah. There's a big stare down from Meng and Nobs, and then they both tag the outsiders in. I never get go that. To ta- no, this spot is genius, right? Do you think? I do, because they go to tag out and everyone fucking bails because it's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And then Nash just lays down and Hall goes to pin him and then the other four go, fucking hell, we didn't get in there. And then they all break <laughs> it up. I thought it was the best part of the match, that bit. I don't know if it's because I've seen it so many times. that it, it, it's sort of, But this is probably... It's a legendary I mean, spot, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I get you. Uh, I just think it's because I've seen it a few times that maybe it didn't... But it was it was, it was, was smart, wasn't it, the fact that they, they played it off when they were like, oh, well, we're going to tag out, but yeah, yeah, yeah. create create the, create the space. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I just always think it's so it's so stupid. It doesn't the people that are doing it are so thick that they would do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because he doesn't. That's say why that I said got, it worked. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, it's one of the only what, times I've seen it work. So. <laughs> Probably because it's uh, National Hall, absolute money. Them too. <laughs> Eventually, it all sort of breaks down, and Hall nails knobs. Hey, <laughs> he nails him with the with the megaphone, which has been lobbed in by old Jimmy Hart, obviously. And then uh, the pièce de résistance, the jackknife. 
first time I've seen it in, a, in the, since he's come in, I think, or in a long time, anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he get, hits a jackknife and they uh, retain the tag titles and slip out the back door. It was big noise, but it was sort of a mixture of pops and booze. Yeah. It was chaotic as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it, it looked like a fight, I guess. You know, like a proper fight. Um, I've seen a, I've a lo- seen I've seen a lot worse. I've seen a lot lot yeah. worse than that. It it did go on age though. To be fair, yeah, it did go on a little. Could have shaved a few minutes off at least. But we'll talk about some of that went on that seemed like it went on forever. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! So Bobby thinks Malenko will win. Loves Malenko, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely loves him. So we've got three different commentating teams for each Why? ring. We've got Dusty and Sinead. Heenan and Tony, and Larry and Tony the Tiger. <laughs> He's mediocre. Uh, Tony makes. You know what though? Point. I, I I thought his voice sounded quite good as a commentator, but he just didn't know what he was going on about. No. Do you know what I mean? In a way, sort of. Yeah. Tony makes a good point about the factions. Apparently, the dungeon battered Benoit the night before. This this is all for a title shot. This Dusty says uh, Luger and Conan look good to him. <laughs> Tony the Tiger picks Nash. Conan. <laughs> not seen him for a while. <laughs> Old Tabisco picks Luger, Tanay picks Luger, and Shivani, the only one who gets it right, picks the Giant. Did he? I didn't, really, I didn't hear that. So we get the 60-man free ring... World War Three Battle Royal for the number one contendership. So everyone comes out at once. It's nice <laughs> to see Regal. Yeah, black trunks. Benoit's got his makeup on again, and so has Sullivan. It's so obvious, isn't it? It's so obvious. So what? So I'll go through the participants, shall we? <laughs> go on then. In alphabetical order. Dan <laughs> Anderson. I wouldn't hire Bagwell. <laughs> no, that's an old game. <laughs> I'd say out of ten cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're past that now. In fact, fuck it, we'll do we'll do a, we'll, we'll drop an eight out of ten cunts in it. We'll go retro. Well, I'll be, I'll, quick Anderson. fire though. Quick fire. Yeah. <laughs> and Anderson. Yes. Bagwell. Yes. Barb. Yes. Benoit. Yes. Mm. Big Bubba. Yes. Jackboot. <laughs> no idea who that, that is. That, so, that's, no. that's that little Dwayne Bruce guy who did the leprechaun gimmick. Oh, fuck him then. <laughs> Bunkhouse Buck. No idea. No. Jimmy Jimmy Golden is good. Cyclopay. <laughs> Shit. No. Disco Dipshit. No. Duggan. <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Mike Enos, what a penis. I like, I, I've grown to like him a bit more, so yeah. Yep. Galaxy, no idea. No. <laughs> Joe Gomez. Fuck no, he's wank. <laughs> but a nice little uh, undercover favourite of mine and yours, Jimmy Graffiti. Yeah, I'll have him. Johnny Grunge. Fuck no. Hoovy. Yes, purely for comedy. Yeah. Eddie. <laughs> Easily. Scott Hall. Yeah. Prince Ayakea. No. <laughs> Ice Train. Job, I like Ice Train, yeah. We'll have him. Jerry Lynn. Yep. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. 
Jericho. Thing. Yeah. At this point. Kenny Chaos from Low Voltage. No. <laughs> Conan. <laughs> yeah, it's just here. Dusty say it. <laughs> Luger. Yeah. Malenko. Obviously. Mongo. Yeah, briefcase gimmick is legendary. Mango. <laughs> yeah. Mysterio. Yeah. Hugh Morris, no. No, cunt. Nash, obviously. Yeah. Scott Norton. Yeah. Carl Willett. Yeah, I like that tag team, to be fair. DDP. Obviously. La Parker. No. Craigie Pittman. Yeah, I don't mind a bit of Pittman. Jim Powers. <laughs> the Daniel Garcia of his time. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robbie Rage from Low Voltage. No. Stevie Ray. Yeah, definitely. Regal. Yep. The Renegade. No, terrible. Scotty Riggs. No. Yeah, but yeah, because I love the tune, but they're not together anymore, are they? At this point, well, they are still technically. Yeah, just so I can hear the tune. <laughs> Ro- roadblock. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Jacques Rougeau. Yeah. Tony Rumble. No idea. No. Matt Star. No idea. No. <laughs> Ricky Steiner. Yeah, obviously. Old uh, T Rex arms. <laughs> Yeah, because you've got to have the man to face before the giant. Yeah. <laughs> Sullivan. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Booker. Obviously. Dave Taylor. Mm, yeah, good hand to have any. Ultimo Dragon. Yeah. Villano 4. I have no idea who that is. Wall Street. No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Pez Watley. Who? Is <laughs> a is a wrestler that was sort of going in the sort of eighties and stuff. Never. Heard and last of him. but not least, the Earl of EDM. Obviously. The Viscount of Vorsprung Dirge Technique. The heir to Hasselhoff. Cominsy Bitter unlistened to Kraftwerk. Benick Varan, Hudson Younger, German Techno Twat, Alex Wright. <laughs> it was so nice to see him. I, I got, I actually popped when I saw him. We haven't seen him in ages. <laughs> no, we haven't. No, we really haven't. I was worried. I was, worried, I, was worried, I was thinking Berlin was coming in soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking God, no. <laughs> so that is, yeah. that, that's everybody. <laughs> yes, that's just crazy, isn't it, that they've put that, they've, they've thought this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, who comes, what kind of fucking minds comes up with this? <laughs> It's just fucking baffling, and I didn't, I wasn't expecting it to be like Royal Rumble, where it's like one every like a minute or whatever. But I wasn't expecting them to all be in at the exact same time. <laughs> it was fucking it's mental, mental. <laughs> and you could tell how mental it was because they fucking went triple screen gimmick. It was almost impossible to fucking follow. <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, think of the poor sod that bought this on pay-per-view for $50 or whatever it was back in the day. And you literally, you're trying to watch it on your fucking little 20-inch telly and you've got, like, the tiniest little, like, screens for each ring. What a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, I I did my very, very best here. And I do have pertinent information. 
I couldn't but, make any notes. I couldn't. I couldn't make head nor tail of it. I couldn't. I couldn't see what was going on. They were flicking between commentators every two minutes. It was a fucking mess. <laughs> it's just mad, right? So, Benoit and Sullivan immediately start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, that was one the of the dun- big things. Yeah, the dungeon comes over to help Sullivan, and Arn and Mongo are over to provide backup for Benoit. Yeah, they start fighting in the crowd. And let's be honest, it's much more entertaining than anything that's going on in the fucking three rings, right? Yeah. Funniest thing was, Lee Marshall got taken out in the commotion. I know, God. <laughs> Benoit drags Sullivan down the stairs and back towards the ring. Mongo lands a shot on Bubba with the Canadian flag. Benoit gets slammed on a table while in the ring, the NWO just stand back and watch everyone fight each other, which is classic, classic yeah. NWO. Yeah. So we get informed that all <laughs> all members of the horsemen in the dungeon have been eliminated. Yeah. But I don't how? understand how. <laughs> they didn't go over the top rope, did they? <laughs> so did the fucking tigers crawling on the floor because he's been knocked down in the middle of it. <laughs> and he's just fucking <laughs> he's going <laughs> I'm jacket. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He was like he was having a go at Larry as well. What did he say? Why did you help me? It's like Tony the other week on Nitro. <laughs> no. <laughs> then it shows us the actual fucking battle royal, which has a triple screen gimmick, not double, triple. Yeah. Which is it's got to be one of the most difficult things I've ever had to follow in my fucking life. That's Tony Rumble and C Clope are gone. Yeah. They're out. Which is a shame because I had high hopes for them too. So Tony the Tiger, you know, manages to get back on the commentary table. Dusty calls Ron Stud John Stud because it's Dusty. Yeah, and who gives a shit about Ron Stud? So why remember his name? <laughs> yeah, well, that's the old gimmick, isn't it? Lepaka <laughs> gets tossed by Luger from Ring One, and telling you he's gone's basically all I can really fucking do until the the gimmick's thinned out a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's it. Scott Norton's gone apparently. You don't see anything, do you? You can't keep no. your eyes on anything. <laughs> Pez Watley's gone, followed by the Renegade, Galaxy, and Jimmy Graffiti. Chaos is tossed out by Luger. I believe Prince Iakea was fucked off and bin bagged as well. Joe Gomez is gone. Hey. Hey. As we get a, a USA chant because fucking Duggan is still in there. Oh, great. The, the announcers <laughs> list about 30 odd people that are still in there. Fucking roadblock gets clotheslined out by the giant to a massive pop. Yeah. Eddie's, I can see Eddie stomping on DDP, which is carrying on there. Little few. Yeah, that's nice. Jerry Lynn gets tossed from ring three. In ring one, everyone attacks Ron Stud in the corner, which gets the crowd going. <laughs> Why did they all jump on top of him? What was that all about? I know, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Fucking disco dipshit eats a powerbomb from Nash, which was lovely to see. <laughs> For some reason, like you said, they all pile on stud, and even Tanae mentions that the ref there's no like, pinfalls. There's no <laughs> pinfalls, right? Dragon gets put in the corner and does a headstand on the top buckle to draw a big ooh from the crowd. Fucking stupid, pointless. <laughs> Duggan gets dumped out. The French Canadians get dumped out all at the same time. Bagwell dumps out Riggs. Oh, yeah. And then Regal tosses Bagwell. 
and then the American males get uh, onto get into it onto the floor as uh, Mark sobs into his beer. <laughs> there should have been a punch, shouldn't there? Should have been an altercation there. Old German techno twat hits a drop kick to send Dave Taylor to the floor, and uh, Wall Street is bounced out by DDP. So we are under ten in each ring. So they should start sort of migrating to one fucking ring now. So finally, we get everyone left in the same ring, but it still has a split screen. Fucking point. They're all in one ring. <laughs> Just do that that hard camera in the crowd like the WWE do so you can see the whole fucking thing. The whole right? thing, yeah. Jack, Jack boots out. How the fuck did he get this deep into it? <laughs> Jack boot. <laughs> fucking the little leprechaun guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's an executive, isn't he? No, he's the guy who makes people throw up at the power plant. <laughs> made, made Louis Farouk throw up. <laughs> Grunge is binned out and hurts his knee. Good. Yeah. Hopefully that's the end of his career. That's it. Well, hopefully. Heenan's pick Malenko gets tossed out by Jeff Jarrett. <sighs> what a shit person to eliminate him. I know. Pittman's out next. Then Booker T's out. And now we get a three-way screen again. Not needed at all. Not needed. <laughs> This disco dipshit finally gets tossed out by Nash. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Steve, Stevie Ray and Bunkhouse Book are gone. And then Ron, Ron Studd and Rick Steiner are gone. Yeah. Dragging, Ultimo Dragon gets bounced out by Mysterio. Right, uh, Alex Wright sadly gets tossed out by Luger. We're down to about 13 men now. Then Jericho gets tossed. Ice Train's gone, which takes us down to 11-ish or so. They finally cut to a single fucking camera yeah. as... The NWO stands on one side, WCW on the other, and DDP just in the middle, which I thought was yeah, a great spot. That was, that was a good that was a good image, that wasn't it. Excellent visual, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jarrett goes after Hall while uh, DDP continues on Eddie. Eddie gets dra- back dropped out by Regal. Ray charges the giant, which is cretinous, but it is an impre- impressive visual. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the giant palms him over his head and just yeah, tosses was, him to the floor with one hand. That. That was great, to be fair. It was it really cool was. as fuck. <laughs> Regal saves Jarrett from a razor's edge, but he gets knocked out anyway. Regal tosses out Paige, which pisses off the NWO, so they gang up to eliminate him. So we're down to five, as it is, and it's the NWO versus Luger. And the crowd is losing their fucking minds yeah. now. Ravenous. Absolutely ravenous. ravenous. So ravenous you can barely see. <laughs> So, six charges and gets dropped. Nash gets knocked down as well. Giant misses a charge in the corner and Luger gets him in the rack, yeah, which is impressive, but Hall um, saves. that. And uh, I just need to interject, that is the Tarrant Pop. Yeah, uh, yeah fair enough. Fair enough. Getting, Can't getting Giant up. And he, he did get him up for a little bit, to be fair. And... To be fair, I could have I could have put the entire this bit because the crowd was absolutely losing their fucking shit. Like and, and when he got the giant up, it was just like it was like that cornet thing where he said the babies went up in the air. It was just like <laughs> it was mental. But yeah, yeah, yeah. proper babies that. in the air job, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but Hall yeah, saved was... the giant. Yeah. Which which is a shame. He looks for the razor's edge and Luger backdrops him out to the floor. Six is gorilla pressed to the floor. He puts Nash in the torture rack. Yeah. And the Giant just dumps them both out for the win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought that last 
the whole match was an absolute bag of shit. It's not even a match. It's just an absolute mess. But that I thought that last bit with the 10 left in the ring was quite good. It was like they were just trying to get like one up on the Royal Rumble, wasn't it? But it just it's just no way near as like it was never ever gonna be as good as it, was it? But I thought I, I thought Luger should have won, to be honest. Do you, what do you reckon? I think it was all geared up for Luger to win. I think certain people might have said, No, 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 no. I need a big monster baby face to f- uh, to fight now. Uh, Just couldn't couldn't possibly say who. But you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think Hogan always needs a guy like bigger than him to uh, fight. But surely fight surely Giant's not gonna fight Hogan, is he? I don't know. I can't I, I honestly can't remember what goes on. But it was absolutely fucking mental. It was chaos. I, I, at one point, I just gave up. I, I wasn't making notes at any point. I just thought, this is pointless. I can't I can't keep track of it. It took <laughs> me literally about an hour and a half to watch that match, making notes. It was it was mental. As it, as it got, as we got deeper into it, though, the crowd were going for it. Really, yeah. really going for it. I thought the Benoit Sullivan stuff was quite good, and I'm, I'm pretty much well into that feud at the moment. I'd like to see yeah, more of it. Yeah, feud. Yeah, definitely. You know, people like it. Let's have more yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking wooden top is far too over for my liking, but you know he is over as fuck. He should he should have won it, but I don't think being eliminated hurt him. <clears throat> Excuse me, hurt him as it took as he took out most of the NWO. Yeah, yeah, I, get that. Was... I think it's it's almost that like just holding off type thing, isn't it? It's like yeah, he's getting there, but he's not quite there yet, and they held him Plus, off. That's it. Plus, there's a visual of him racking Nash and the Giant. Yeah, I thought the last five or so minutes was great. Like yeah. when, when it got down to sort of NWO, that sort of ten guys in it. You thought it was good. Luger is sadly definitely the guy. Yeah, he is. I said it to you the other month. He's the guy. No, he's the guy. But you know, I I, I don't like admitting these things to myself sometimes. <laughs> so. I mean, the crowd doesn't the crowd doesn't fail you, does it? That's who they want to see. That's who they want. Well, that's it. That's who they want that's to win. It take on Hogan next, so it'll happen down the line somewhere, I don't know when, I'm pretty sure it does happen at some point. Right, I must do must do. They'd be a bit foolish to not capitalise on that, wouldn't they? You'd yeah. have to be Tony Khan to not capitalise on something that big. Pony Khan <laughs> Yeah. But, I mean and it's sort of it was a bit of a, a bit of a damp ending to it for me the giant winning, but like you said I could see why they I could see why they'd done it just to sort of hold off on the hold off on the Luger thing just for the time being but it, you just there's got like to be a... there's got to be something in the pipeline to to with the giant Hogan yeah maybe maybe be... there's like that like you know you you took that off me maybe I maybe I want it back now maybe I'm the big dog now and all that maybe we'll see that I'm not sure but maybe this is his plan for turning NW all along yeah maybe we'll have to see but that brings us to the end of that odd pay-per-view <laughs> at times <laughs> The way I saw it, it, it was, it was all right. It was like it was, it was good, but it didn't have anything, any standout matches. No, in it. there wasn't any like anything excellent on it, was there? Really? I think the crowd made it a lot better. Yeah, the crowd was fucking great. Crowd was good, very good, very good. I thought it was missing a bit, a lot of star power. Like, yeah, because like you had all the big stars in in a rumble kind of thing. Um, the actual individual matches, other than maybe like the outsiders, there wasn't really much top tier because you're missing Savage, you're missing Flair. Yeah. As much as we can't stand him, Hogan wasn't wrestling. Do you know what I mean? It's 
Yeah, yeah. There wasn't bit... many big big fights or any big fight fields or anything mm. like that. Really, you essentially missing the Steiners because Scott Steiner's injured and yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a few, quite a few people missing, wasn't there? But um, what did you think then, just in terms of what we had, match of the night? It's a tough one. So, yeah, Ray Ultimo was one that you'd have thought would have been great and it wasn't. It was on, it yeah. was an odd match. Um, it was very spotty. Yeah. Uh, Dean Psychosis was quite flat. That was the other one that you thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> the triple threat tag match was all right, went long. I loved that spot at the end. Harlem... Versus the Canadians was all right. I'm going. Do you know what? I'm probably going to have to say Jericho Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to yeah. say that <laughs> just because it was the one yeah. where you felt like it was. It worked. It, everything it needed to do, it worked, and it was yeah. just funny. It was the most yeah. fun. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say the same. MVP of the night, Sting, for that one moment, that one spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I. Do you know what? I'd, I, I'd probably give it to Dash. I think. For one thing in particular, <laughs> I thought I thought eliminated disco. With, yeah, that was one of them. But when he came out with a cocktail in hand, that was just so Nash. <laughs> I didn't see that. Did you not? He came out with a no. came out with a, a vodka Collins or something. He said it into the camera. He's like vodka Collins for me. <laughs> he just got strolled out of it. That was literally that was Jesus. the funniest thing of the night. I forgot to ever say that. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, I just thought he was quite funny in, in in his match as well, like the stuff on the on the uh, on the apron as well. I'm always I've got never going to need a second invitation to give Nash a, a MVP though. <laughs> so uh, after that, we've got the uh, the infamous Disco Duggan Hart, also known as Hogan Award. Sometimes, what are you think? This is a tough one. Tough one. Yeah, there wasn't any standout shit, was there? Really? This is, this is a difficult one. Um, I don't really know. I think Tony the Tiger with his fucking pathetic little crawling on the on the on the apron could be quite good. Quite, could be quite yeah, no, you're right. Lee, Lee, Lee Marshall, <laughs> absolutely woeful, woeful. <laughs> I can't believe he got woeful. a commentary gig. Oh man, <laughs> are we giving it to him? I mean, it's slim pickings. To be fair, there wasn't anyone that really stood out. Was nothing. There was nothing egregious, was there? Not really. So I think I think just for. Just for comedy value, just him just like trying to sell something on the on the floor was quite funny. Um and then finally Barnet. I'm, I'm gonna have to give it to the double bubble mullet of the nasty boys. Oof. They looked they looked like a piece of shit coming out with that pyro and that shit tune, didn't they? They just look <laughs> like the sleaziest they're just so eighties. Yeah. The worst of the rock and roll express, like in terms yeah. of we we embody the eighties, they just look like them. Have you ever seen the film The Warriors? Yeah, like shitty street thugs. They just look like them. Yeah, the sh- the shit, the slime balls, aren't they? Awful. Mm. <laughs> that brings us to the end of another exciting WCW pay per view. <laughs> um, next up's the big one, though. After this, after the next pay per view, it's going to be Starcade, isn't it? So. I'm sure it they'll... is, but we've got we've got some nitros to get through then. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of obviously the that's their sort of their big sh- their big show. So I'm hoping they'll be building up to it quite a lot in this next few weeks on Nitro. You'd think, anyway. You'd think so. I mean, the Piper Hogan stuff has got legs. I mean, we all know the the, the match is probably going to be dump in ring, yeah. but more of a spectacle than than you know a good match. Yeah. But at the moment, the the the, the build to it's been pretty fucking spot on. Yeah, 
interested to see what else is going to be on the mat on the card though. Because you think they'd want to put some good stuff on there. Obviously, yeah. we don't really know what else is going to be on it. Um, I want to see. I want to see more outsiders' faces of fear. Fuck the nasties off. Yeah, I want to see more of that. I want to see more Eddie and uh, Page. Yeah, or because Eddie they worked again. over each other. Well, Eddie and Page worked over each other a lot in that Royal. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that's still carrying on. Yeah. The Jericho Patrick stuff is genuinely something I'm really Let's interested have that again. in. As well. Let's have that again, yeah. <laughs> Two arms behind his back next time. <laughs> Just his legs. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get that guy from the AEW Battle Royal, aren't they? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> So, it's another one in the bag, another one in the box. We do have some questions this week. We do. Not any for a while. The first one is off our good friends at the One Man's Meat podcast. Question is, what voice of popular serial mascot would you replace Lee Marshall with? He's crap. Uh, personally, <laughs> Big Meaty Cool from the One, Man Me- one Man's Meat podcast is going with the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. <laughs> I don't know who does the voices. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'd probably said the cocoa, cocoa monkey from Cocoa Pops. I'd rather have a bowl of anything else. <laughs> what about Crunchy the, 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 right, rice crackle and pop or whatever they're called? Snap, <laughs> snap crackle and pop. Snap crackle and pop would tear Tony the Tiger apart. They do the triple teaming. <laughs> They'd be a good faction, wouldn't they? They yeah. come in just those <laughs> chicken, chicken shit heels. <laughs> They're going to have a good freeway finisher called, you know, the, the, the snap, crackle and pop. That'd be great. And and before and before uh, Tony the Tiger has to face the giant, he can uh, try and rack the honey monster. <laughs> There's legs in that, isn't there? Let's be honest. Definitely. There's legs in Definitely. that. <laughs> that was a good so, question. Yeah, well, we've got another we've got another question from Rob from Unbooking the Territory podcast, right? He's he wants to know where would we book Tank Abbott's one punch knock, knocking out of his opponent on this card? Whereabouts <laughs> in the card would we book it? There's a weird thing on the, on Twitter on wrestling Twitter where this Tank Abbott geezer. I have no idea what this geezer is about. <laughs> Tank, Tank Abbott was an MMA fighter, and he was in WCW. When we'll get into that, but he was also the guy in Friends. That yeah, Pete, for... Pete Becker. <laughs> Pete Becker, yeah. <laughs> Took his teeth out and fucking cracked on. Yeah, like, I mean, is he just some sort of like jokey like thing where it's like he's. No, he's nails. He's yeah. proper fucking nails. I think, I think there's any anywhere on the card is good for Tank Abbott. You could have Tank <laughs> Abbott knocking someone out in one punch anywhere on just have it as a segment after every match when when a, the winner comes out you've just got tank abbott stood, stood at the entrance just jaws him and fucks off and then comes in a mean gene fuck mean gene off yeah in tank abbott's interview segment the one inch punch they should have had him in the battle royal he just absolutely nailed everyone yeah, yeah but you can't have tank abbott in a, in a battle royal in a work battle royal because he would legitimately beat everybody that is <laughs> That is the uh, that is the Tank Abbott Credos. Um, okay, we've got another one from our good mates Danny Scottish Juggalo from the One Man's Meat podcast, Nitro Nights, and a plethora, a smorgasbord, a cornucopia of podcasts, if you will. Do you think this mass match concept could work in twenty twenty three? 
I don't think it worked in 1996. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but so, what you could do, it, what you could do in AW, you could have like a six-ring one with all their fucking guys yeah, on the their, roster. <laughs> their roster's that big. You could have a ninety-man battle royal. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, no, to be brutally honest, because I thought it was absolutely dog shit here. So, I mean, does anyone want to watch this? Really? Um, even if you're in the, even if you're in the sort of stands watching it, can you keep up with it? Because as a reviewer, there's not a fucking chance. No, it's difficult. <laughs> it really is. Either uh, plain and simple, I don't think it works any time in any era. So no, not for me. <laughs> what about you? No, 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 it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, sadly, there was one in 1997 as well. Oh god! At least we've got a bit of time between. <laughs> yeah, we've got a while yet. <laughs> got a good year in a bit. <laughs> that one called World War Four, or do they keep the same name? <laughs> nope. World War Three. <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> oh dear. Hitler's back from the dead and he's pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Thank, thanks though for the questions, guys. Much appreciated. Yeah, man. Any time from us our way. Um, serial <laughs> based ones, obviously. We get serial based ones and the BGs ones from Mr. Bellas. <laughs> <laughs> Always welcome. <laughs> Always welcome. Right, so that's us done and dusted. We are gonna have a bonus episode for you in the in the in the coming days, hopefully. It is uh episode one of well, wouldn't you know who won the Tony? Uh AEW <laughs> slash pre AEW review. Of their pay-per-views. We're going to start with All In 2018, even though it's the only All In they've done, so just All In, really. Don't have to put the year after it. You'll enjoy that. Well, someone, <laughs> has to, someone has to. Um, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to get that out to you ASAP. Um, obviously, we're doing this new fortnightly gimmick, so it's going to be like uh, sort of every fortnight we're going to do a timeline-based WCW show, and we're going to drop in a, a bonus once a month. We're going to do our AEW bonus, and then we're going to do something a bit retro as well. Going yep. further back in time than '96, yeah. But yeah, everything's going swimmingly. Nice, uh, interesting pay per view tonight. We're hoping Starcade has a few more sort of standout matches. So yep. I thought, I thought tonight was fun. It was, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a chore it's to watch. It was definitely an easy watch. It was definitely apart from the last match. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but, but before that, it was, it was, there was a bit of fun, like you said. Yeah, and I think. The Piper Hogan thing. I'm looking forward more to the to the nitros and the build up to it than I am the actual match. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the thing. The only th- the only thing I'm worried about is is that Piper done now to the pay per view. Do you know what I mean? That'll be that'll not. be annoying. I hope not. We'll hopefully see more because he's 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 getting he's getting back into the swing of things, and I'm I'm loving Piper at the moment. I think he's great. I yeah. always have done really. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we will get the bonus out for you. You're going to get your World War Three, and then we're going on to the 25th of November, 1996 Nitro. That's our next timeline-based episode. We just want to thank you again for uh, for downloading. If you want to uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, give that an old super kick. No thigh slapping, remember? If you want to uh, rate us on Spotify, give us a nice Davey Meltzer, five stars. Anything above four is a bonus. We know that. <laughs> if you want to interact with us on Twitter, it is at AdjectivePod. Thank you for the questions again. Throw more of us, throw more of them our way. If you want to like us, retweet us, just comment on anything. 
give us a shout. We're always yep. uh, willing Pirate and welcoming. Message. DM, slide into yeah. our DMs, as some <laughs> Joey Ryan creep would probably say. <laughs> but if there's no further business, Marcos. No, nothing else. I'm going to go old school. I'll say them two words. Dickie Slater. See you later. The preceding podcast gimmick, it was paid for by Look at the Adjective.